interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Warning, the following program contains explicit language and mature content. It is not meant for the easily offended. So if you are an emotional pussy, please refrain from listening. Thank you and enjoy. Back again, Words on Fire podcast, episode some shit. I don't know what the fuck it is anymore. I think it's 15, 16, either 18. Either 15 or 16. 15 I don't know. Episode some shit. Fuck it. This is the best episode so far, I think, even though we haven't recorded it. I'm, 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 I'm optimistic about <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hope so. This week, we got some special guests. They brought the whole clan out here. It's going to be the uh, 915 Ghost Guys, the, uh, who are you guys, Apostle of the Norte Paranormal Society? Yes, we are. Yeah, they say they're a little shy right now. They're still right. hungover. They but said they got. Let's go. I guess, I guess we'll, we'll go one by one. Introduce yourselves. Your names. My yeah. name is Dean. Hi, Dean. Hi, Heather. <laughs> Jerry. Hi, man. Jamie. Jamie, I heard Jaime. You got like a, you got ten names. You can go ahead uh, and yeah. give. I go by names. Jaime Santiago Gonzalez Aragon de Chuco mm-hmm. Ike, but you just call me Jaime. <laughs> just like, call him like Kiki. a true Mexican. Like a true Mexican. <laughs> just call him Kiki for short. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, um, so we, we decided the other. I want to say what it was like two weeks ago where he came up with this. Yes, two weeks ago. This idea because uh, you know my man Vince is a uh, skeptic about all this shit. He, he doesn't believe in anything that isn't him, and <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of a narcissist. But I mean, it's all right though. And I believe. I think I believe over believe in shit. So I was like, you know what? Let's take this tour because I know he's been on a. You've been on a tour, a different yeah, tour I before, was, right? I, I believe it was the same one. I guess uh, I was talking to him earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess they explained that they were at a different location at a gallery. So okay. I think that's the one I was at. Okay. Yeah, and I, I think it was a it was different because you were mentioning that I guess where some um, boy died in the basement, right? Because right. it was burned down or something like that. I think that's the one where I went. I went to that one. Okay. I, I get, I you guys close it down now, or you guys um, are not taking that tour anymore? Well, actually, the uh, people that were in that gallery have vacated it, so mm-hmm. unfortunately, we can't go in there anymore. It's empty now. Nobody's in there. Okay. So. And you guys can't have like you guys can't ask for permission to go in there and do tours or anything. We have, but it's up for lease, mm-hmm. so they're just not too keen on people going in there. Mm-hmm. And oh, okay, around, just you know, yeah, well, that I makes mean, sense. We could always just break in. Fuck yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it I won't mean, be the. First. I missed it because that place was really really and cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, I, I know, I know when when we took the tour, we were really excited. I was like, all right, you know what, dude, I'm, we're gonna see like forty people just hanging from the air, you know, fucking <laughs> all kinds of shit. Like, well, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take somebody home, or you know what I mean. And uh, I remember when we took the tour. It was actually very informative. And I think Heather, you're the one that was I was doing the tour, right? You and uh, Dean were the ones right. manning the tour. I, I was, I was taken back by the amount of history that you guys actually provided. You know what I mean? Because it's history. yeah. Because I mean, it's the what, backbone of the, the group. That's right. Why I love the group so much. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, when and it's funny because every time anything in the media portrays El Paso, like when you looked at Kill Bill, it was this fucking. Tumbleweeds. Yeah, no. tumbleweeds <laughs> and dirt and like five people live in El Paso. Right. And then, you know, to find out the information that you gave us about the many brothels, you know, and I know that's one of the many tours you guys have. The one we did was a brothel tour. It was it was it was it was quite interesting. And we were we we were, you know, we were talking about it the whole time, you know, trying to hype it up, trying to bring as many people as we can. And um we were just, I, I was disappointed. Really? Just for the fact that I didn't see shit. You know what I mean? Because when we went, when we went downstairs, now I have the under, understanding that it's not always going to be there, 
but I was like, it has to be there. You know what I mean? It has to be there for me this time. You know what I mean? And then for when we we're down there, I know you guys were talking. I believe Jerry and Dean were the ones with the, uh, you know, talking with the cell phone app and all that. And then um, I was kind of thrown back by it because I know like one of you guys were like, do you know my name? I think it was Jerry. He's like, do you know my name? And the fucking cell phone says cake. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, okay. He's like, either Jerry really likes cake or fucking. Actually, I do. <laughs> that's his nickname, man. Yeah, that's, his, that's his sexy name. But I was like, all right, whatever. So I know at, at the end of the whole thing, when we were talking, we were talking, you know, you guys are telling us some of your stories. In the building, you guys have a bunch of, uh, what are they, those long halogen lights? Yeah, fluorescent The fluorescent lights. Yeah. So there's huge two, two rows, basically, is what it is, right? Yeah. So as we're talking, and uh, uh, we're trying to get more information on these guys, I don't know where a fucking light bulb falls down. You yeah. remember? You got to attack me. Yeah. A fucking, yeah, a light bulb yeah. hit Jerry in the back of the head. He actually had uh, dust from the glass in his hair. Yeah. 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 Oh, shit. Yeah. And that's the other thing that you said is that I remember when we went, because the the, uh, the person that went with us was, uh, oh, actually, that went with me, I should say, has come on the podcast, and she had actually gone, and she said, yo, there's no glass. It's all dust. Yeah. And I was like, oh, here we have a picture of it. Oh, shit. Yeah, I swept it up, and it was just a pile of glass dust. And we do you guys? And you still don't know? No, okay. nothing. Do you guys even have any of those type of lights anywhere? In our lamps, but they would have to fall mm. up in the air and crash. Not down. in that. Not in any fixtures that are up yeah. raised. Right. No. No, no ceiling fixtures at all with lights. And like we that. do have extra light bulbs, but they're right. back. You know how we had that back room where the basement is? Yes. That's our utility room. So yeah. they would have been in there. So yeah. It's just odd that. The door. Yeah, yeah. Shut, yeah. Came out of- and, and 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 I think. I want to say that happened because of me because I was like, man, fuck. <laughs> we spent this money and this time and nothing. And as I'm giving ready to give up, a fucking light bulb almost takes Jerry out. <laughs> I was like, God I damn. I told you my theory. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I think he right. just had a really good idea that manifested into a light bulb. You know, the, the cartoons, like, <laughs> it just went out. And then and it's then it's had a brain fart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it, it, was, it was, I thought it was, that kind of like brought me back. I was like, wow. I mean, when, when that's the last thing we would expect and like i said there's none of those lights within that area right. you know what i mean and, and i know when when it was happening i think heather was talking to us about something and, and i was looking towards jerry's direction right. you know and automatically somebody if something happens there's got to be some type of scientific explanation or yeah. you know and i was like well if nothing happened jerry probably threw the light bulb but I saw him jump out the way. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I don't think he threw it on himself. I thought one of the fluorescent tubes had come down. That's yeah. why I jumped. Yeah, that's what I thought mm. it was when I heard it, because it, it was really loud. Yeah. You guys yeah. remember? Yeah. It, was, oh, yeah. it wasn't just like a, a little pop. crash. It yeah. was a very loud. Oh, yeah. I mean, we were a good, what, 50 feet away, and we heard it yeah. super loud. So I was like, damn. And then I remember when we were coming up, I actually had one of the, uh, what, what, what's the uh, monitors that you guys have? EMF. The, uh, EMF. EMF? Yeah. I remember when we were coming up, I was talking to Jerry about it, once I was coming back up the stairs towards the right uh, left back corner, yes, my thing was going off danger, danger, yeah. danger, and I was like, "Dude, I was like, hey, what's going on?" And Jerry's like, "No, nah, it's your cell phone." I was like, "No, no, my <laughs> cell phone's over here," because he was telling me it picks up, you know, electronic, right. yeah. electronic everything. I said, "No, I watched," and he had my cell phone, yeah. and I was pointing at that one. It just kept on going off, it off, did. off. And I was like ten feet away from the shit happened. Yeah. I was like, "Damn." Yeah. Good thing I wasn't standing there. I would have been fucked up. Then. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember um, that day the. It was a large group of us on that tour. Are, mm-hmm. Is it usually that that large, or is it smaller, or does it vary? Or well, we actually, actually, like three months ago, we had two hundred people. No really? shit. Oh, uh, like, did you guys have to like separate the, yeah. the tours, or yeah. all of you? Hey, big, big old mob, just come. Yeah. Usually, October is very busy. <laughs> usually, I would say our groups are about between twenty and thirty. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. But because we only had the, the two tour guides that night. Right. And we had 70 people that night. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it was a big group. Yeah, there was and, a lot of heads. And does the, the size of the group, does it, I guess, does it vary when it comes like through um, to um, any type of activity, like paranormal activity? Like if it's a smaller yeah. group, do you get more? Yes. Yeah. things happening or is a larger yeah. group it's like they don't even bother well, smaller groups we get more things happening. Right. really yeah okay and also it's because it's quieter mm-hmm. and it's easier to pay attention to what's going on around you like we, mm-hmm. we like to tell people the best instrument is your body yeah. okay because you know you go into a room and you feel funky or your hairs on your back of your neck mm-hmm. stand mm-hmm. up right it's kind of hard to do that when you're surrounded by 69 70 other people right. and there's you know stimuli all around yeah. you and also you're gonna have like people that are jokers that like, exactly. try to like just like create things just right. uh, just to play mm-hmm. around so exactly. I think when it's a smart that group, that annoys me when, when they do that. Cause when, that's not funny. Yeah, because it, it's, it's a smart group, so you have more people that are open-minded. You know, right. they're not willing to like, oh, I'm gonna go fuck around with everyone else. You know, they're just willing to like, let's see what's going on, let's see what this is about. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we have a, a equipment called a, a, a REM pod. It gives off EMF, and anytime you get near it, uh, it's like an antenna and it's got lights. Mm-hmm. It'll give a signal. Okay. And every time we put it down the base and let it alone, it goes off a lot. Mm-hmm. Or in the gallery itself where all the artwork is. Mm-hmm. And that night, we'd put it down there, set it up. That's why I remember I was looking for, like, where's yeah. the rampart? I started, like, panicking. Like, why is it disappeared? <laughs> Finally, Dean says, you know what? The battery ran down very yeah. quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And that happens on investigations or places that are... Mm-hmm. It just drains the battery. It drains the battery. It's because co- of those rooms back in where we put that REM pod. Yeah. They, were, they were sealed up for years. Because uh-huh. when we obtained the building, there was actually, instead of cleaning it, their solution was to, oh, let's board it up. Mm-hmm. So when we took down the boards, the dirt was all the way up to the ceiling. Right. I remember, now, yeah. remember you guys talking yeah, about it, that. And it took the guys, what, three months? Yeah. Damn. It's it's the we'll borrow it from the basement, from the back to the stairs and yeah. then, and then uh, with a winch up and then wheelbarrow from the top to the front of the building. Okay. And you had said that um, a bunch of the guys had just, they've had a bunch of incidents yeah. there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We had those several of the, the, the workers or the whatever, workers, yeah. the beaners. They went down. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> all right. We can say it. Day laborers. That's a nice little slave sound. That's, yeah. yeah. day day that's a, that's a new, new slang name for a beaner. <laughs> day laborers. I like that. But actually, I'd gone in around, I guess it was noon. I'd gone in there and it was really quiet. Mm-hmm. And I realized the front door was unlocked and I thought maybe Henry was there. Okay. But no. So I called Henry. I said, there's nobody here. Mm-hmm. Says, Wait, there's supposed to be someone working down there. So well, let me check. No one was in the basement. Okay. Then the contractor himself shows up and apologizes. Says, uh-huh. Well, my man was down there. Uh, he looked around and uh, he saw a man and a woman staring at him. Oh, fuck. From the corner. Fuck. And uh, one of our associates, Colette, has seen the lady in white down there. Mm-hmm. Turning corners. She only sees like the back of the dress or a nightgown. We're not sure what it is. Okay. And that time last summer, I saw what I thought was Henry downstairs when I was setting up for a lockdown we had there in the basement, mm-hmm. standing watching me. But usually Henry always has something to say. Right. So when I looked around again, he wasn't there. So I didn't think about it until I asked him. And he said, no, I was upstairs schmoozing with the people. So I said, okay, oh, cool, fuck. no problem. Mm-hmm. Looks so, like that don't scare me. Right. But uh, then two weeks later, we had two more workers down there. Mm-hmm. And uh, sure enough, uh, found out they had called Henry. Uh, they did left and they got so scared. The door was locked. They kicked the door out. The glass no in shit. The door. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes, they same broke thing. the door. Fucking yes. day laborers. <laughs> 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 and, and then they said they found it that way. 
Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, they would say some uh, shit. Yeah, yeah they, they like, are beaners in. Like, did they, <laughs> they all, definitely are. Did they have any like prior knowledge to like what happened in the building nope. or anything no. like nope. as, a, as a? Oh, that's no, fucked. Not at all. No, they've never up. been there before. They just, he's, he's a contractor. He finds his uh, laborers to help us out, and they don't know what's going on. They just go down there because they need to make some money. That's yeah. fucked up. You should at least let them know that yo, you might get spooked the fuck out. <laughs> Just don't close the door or break my shit. Just yeah. Whatever you do, like just Dean don't said, break my shit. We found it broken that way. It's like, no, it was broken from the inside out. So like, Hello? Yeah, they said someone must have tried to break in, and we're like, mm, that's mighty odd since the glass is outside the door. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Sherlock Holmes, I'm not, but <laughs> and, and, and who, who's Henry that you're talking about? Who's he's, that? He's our president. He's the main dude. Henry okay. Flores, yes. Henry Flores, okay. Yes. And he's from here in El Paso? He's the one oh, yeah. he, that yeah. came out on the Ghost Adventures episode. Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. And you, so you guys, from my understanding, from my, I remember what Jerry was talking to us about is that you guys get selected for a certain area around here to go make sure that it's legit or? Yeah, it takes years to be a part of their circuit. So, okay. And uh, for, for the Southwest, it's us. So okay. if they get a call to go do an investigation, they'll give it to us mm-hmm. and then we'll go do it and then we'll send them whatever evidence we got and then yeah. they'll, they'll decide from there. And like like how, how long or how big is the territory that you guys cover? Like, is it just from here to Cruces? I mean, like, we've actually we've actually gone all the way to Van Horn, okay, with the sheriff, uh-huh. and uh, it's pretty cool going in the, in the in town because uh, as soon as we hit town, yeah, the sheriff was getting calls that hey, there's strangers in town. <laughs> oh shit! And he goes, hey, I just got about five six calls from you guys that they've, there's a bunch of strangers in town. Right, yeah. so. there's a bunch of day laborers just walking around. Here. <laughs> Some shady characters. <laughs> well, they recently set us a, a case in Monahans of all okay. places. Yeah. Damn. That and we were looking at some videos earlier, some weird creature crawling uh, on her bed. What? Wow. We don't know what it is. It what? looked like a rat, but it moved really slowly unless a rat was high or something. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Um, I guess know. well just to get a little bit of history, um I get um Dean and Heather, you two are married? Yes, we are. We're married. And so how did the, this whole thing just come about? Like who was like the one that well, gave you? Actually hey, she actually Heather's an author and she uh, knows Henry. So that's the way I came about being mm-hmm. into the group because of her, because of uh, Henry. Yeah, she they're friends yeah so so but but how, how did you guys decide or how did you guys get involved in the whole ghost thing you know what i mean like like one day you just woke up like you know what fuck it i'm not gonna go to work I'm gonna go look for ghosts <laughs> like did all of you like know each other prior to this or no well actually we i actually met jaime on a tour when i when i was giving a tour mm-hmm. okay and I, my first involvement with them was actually going on tours as a guest right mm-hmm. and I, I i'm a photographer so okay. I, I thought it was really cool to have access to places i can't normally go without mm. getting arrested right <laughs> like exactly. when yeah the when brothels. else can i get into brothels and yeah. cemeteries and you know not have to get go out in handcuffs right so um to me that was a big attraction and then the more i hung out with them and i saw how they operate mm-hmm. because i um i don't know if we mentioned that we are a Nonprofit as right. well, and I started seeing what not only just the stuff that they do, which is kind of fun and exciting and something different, mm-hmm. but what they do for the community attracted me as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'm like, we well, we can actually while we're you know out wasting time and having fun, we're doing right. something yeah. significant for yeah. someone. Yeah, you're somewhere. putting a positive mm-hmm. spin on yeah, stuff. Yeah, right. You're basically educating the public on right. the history yeah. of El Paso. Exactly, and doing fundraising for. I mean, we fundraise for schools, hospitals, all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So um, it was just kind of being around them on the tour. That mm-hmm. attracted me, and I eventually like just it kind of lured me in, and I joined up. Pro- and and for you, Jerry, how did you get involved in this? Well, I met Jaime two years ago, and uh-huh. uh, I had I let El Paso a long time ago, ninety eight. Came okay. back two years ago, and then I met him. That was mm-hmm. cool. Then uh, I found out who he was associated with. I met Heather, and I thought, wow, this chick's cool. I right. like her. Then I met Dean, and he goes, he's cool. Right. They told me what they did, what they what they 
so I went to the office uh-huh. and met Henry and I had what's what a haunted object from my house because mm. I collect a lot of art pieces and all that mm-hmm. and there was a small painting of Our Lady of Sorrows from the 1800s okay and it always made me uncomfortable I don't know why mm-hmm. and whenever I had it out weird things would happen in my house really crazy shit like what uh Footsteps, voices, lights turning on and off. Oh, fuck. I felt something negative from it. You know, uh-huh. very, very negative, but very little scares me. Right, but, right, right, uh, right. That made me just uncomfortable. And was it just you, or was it like your, uh, did you my, have like family that would hear the same thing? No, I or? myself, but it was, okay. uh, my dog and cat would react to it. Oh, oh really? Then my best friend, Amanda, <laughs> she's a, well, she's a Wiccan, she's a witch. Okay. But she, there's something not right with this picture, and it's a religious picture of Our Lady of the Sorrows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... That night I met them, they had what's called a slam, where people tell ghost stories. Yeah. And I met everybody. And I liked them immediately. <laughs> and well, actually, Bonnie Juarez, uh, I went to high school with her. Oh, okay. She's the vice president. Yeah, okay. I remember. I, yeah. I spoke to her yeah. earlier today. She's uh, an awesome lady. Yeah, she seems. And, and I, I was hoping to meet them, but I think that the day we went, they called in sick, right? Yeah. They had a, yeah. She had yeah. bad cold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, the thing is, I was talking to them and I uh, just met them and started giving stories. And I said, I like these people. And I've been wanting to do this since I was 16. Oh, yeah? yeah? I've been studying paranormal phenomena since I was very young. Mm-hmm. So it's been quite a few years. Right, right, right. And I wanted to join a group, but I never could find one I could join. Right. And I asked them, could I join? And they said, well, help us out. Be security. So I put on my what's called biker drag and look mean. Yeah. And walked <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my, my flashlight, held up in the air. Got to get that I, good flashlight. Uh, then I really, really, these are a great group of people. Yeah. You know, so more and more and more, and I've learned a lot from them. That's awesome. And you, I mean, how, how did you get involved in this whole shindig? Oh, well, as Heather said, I took a tour at Concordia yeah. Cemetery. I was very interested in the whole thing. I've always been interested since I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. I am a folk artist. Okay. I do poetry, painting, sculpture. I like telling stories. And one of my favorite stories to tell mm-hmm. is of the legend of La Llorona. Right, yeah. I remember you, you going into mm-hmm. that when yeah. we were taking the tour. Yeah. I'm the La Llorona guy of El Paso. That was actually a unique spin that you put into it. Like the, the whole poetry and the story and yeah, involving yourself, I, your childhood yeah. and everything. It was. A, I, I do the I, thing I where I tell a story in verse. Right. And in front of my art, every painting is a part of the story. Right. And it's all at the it's all at the Wigwam Museum. So anytime right. you go on a downtown tour, mm-hmm. uh, I kind of hang around in the museum and share my story with. Right. You know, I've always been interested in her since I was a little boy because I was raised by five sisters. Okay. That have. <laughs> Her phone number. <laughs> and you're like, if you don't behave, we're gonna call Lyodona to yep. come and get you. So I was like, Ooh. And, and it's always and only Mexicans that have that yeah, fucking yeah, number. Yeah, yeah. Nobody else. And only fucking beaters have it. I had nightmares all the time until I began to use my art. Right. When I began to do the, the, the art, the paintings, the drawings, and everything, the art nightmares. Therapy. Yeah. I, it killed the nightmares. So mm-hmm. I figured, well, yeah. there's something here. So I like to think that I made a deal with her where I have to tell her story for her to let me sleep. Okay. <laughs> and I use that as part of the yeah, story, yeah. too. Yeah, I remember that. So I was having an exhibit, an exhibit um, at the Museum of History at the time. Mm-hmm. And I asked the group if I could invite the group. Mm-hmm. And when I made the announcement at the end of the tour, I said, I'm having an exhibit at the Museum of History. The theme is The Legend of La Llorona. Mm-hmm. Please go see it. It opens. Well, then Heather approached me. 
And she's like, I saw Llorona when I was a little girl too. And I was like, okay. And we became best friends. And we've been <laughs> best friends ever since. So I started hanging out more with them and, and began to go on the tours and fell in love with their office mm-hmm. that they are transforming into a museum and a gallery right up my alley. Right. I used to work at the International Museum of Art. Okay. Um, and I worked there for almost 15 years as a security guard mm-hmm. and a docent. And that place was way haunted too. And I wasn't supposed to talk about it. <laughs> but in fact... I had met Henry Flores uh-huh. like 10 years ago. He walked in with his family, okay. and I gave him my tour, and he asked me if it was haunted. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm not supposed to talk about that, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> I would get calls from the alarm company in the middle right. of the night telling me about the motion detectors going off, uh-huh. and I would go play hide-and-seek with these things like for 15 years. Mm-hmm. So I was a believer in um, when I got the chance to join the group, I didn't pass it up because it has everything I love. Mm, right. You know, history, art, paranormal, right. everything that, you know, that I, um, so and each one of us is like a black sheep of our family. Yeah. yeah. And so together we make our own family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I was about to say that. That was one thing that, that we noticed. I, I know um, the, the person that I went with, um, I can't remember her fucking name, but, <laughs> oh, 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 Apple, that's right. Um, when we went and we're like, wow, it, it's it's interesting not only to hear the stories and see the different things that we go through, you know, with the tours, but the fact that you guys actually like each other. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> I mean come in, a lot of times, just because you work with somebody, you don't, you're like, oh, yeah. this dude's a prick or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, you feel, you can actually, you yeah. feel it the seems love. seems like, like a family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We are a family. Yeah. Yes, we are. Yeah. And that's, I, I think that's, that's one of the best things about it. You know what I mean? Because you guys. Exactly. You guys bounce off of each other and like, you know. We trust uh, each other. Yeah. 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 yeah and it's that's. Gotten so close. We're like a psychic friends network. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we think the same things. We text each other the same things at, at the, the same, same time. time. Yeah. No yeah. shit. We have, you know, a lot of that happens a lot, especially with us four. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I know Jerry was saying that um, the majority of you guys have like some kind of psychic ability or psychic connection or something like that that's what i tell her but she doesn't believe me <laughs> i'm an empath i sense people's emotions an and uh, empath yeah i sense people's emotions and dead people's emotions to things around me what yeah what yeah what, what, uh, all right <laughs> <laughs> all right now, now it's gonna get good yeah so the empath so you so what, what do you mean by you sense dead people's is that, emotions is that something you just made up or is that an actual no. thing like, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like no, i've never no. heard this is that word a real word no, no. i know i'm kind of worried but no, no. <laughs> No, actually, it's an empath. You sense people's living people. You can sense their emotions, and it can be very oh, okay. draining. Very draining. Mm-hmm. Okay. And also, dead people—they leave emotions behind. Uh-huh. Even buildings, if they aren't haunted, something called a stone tape theory, mm-hmm. which is that buildings can absorb emotions and history. Mm. Okay. And uh, I can sense those things. And uh, so, like, kind of like, um, say, for example, if you go to. If there's a body in a casket that had a like a horrible death or some shit, right? If you're anywhere around it, can you actually like feel anything about no, it? Or, to, or, it like, how the, does that? It has to be the energy, the spirit itself. Okay. And spirits sometimes go to their own funerals. No shit. Yes, they do. They do. That is fucking freaky. Like, <laughs> like, like, man, I can't believe this fucking guy came. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what we say. Yeah. I think that's the only reason. Checking I would out your go. hair. Like, <laughs> oh, man. I think that's the reason I would go to mine and be like, damn, there's only 10 people in this business. I was, must have been an asshole or yeah, something. Should, somewhere else, should have gone to a different yeah, yeah. galaxy. That's when I meet really good people, like really unusual people. I yeah. just, wow. And I just, you know, learn from them. That's why. Right. And I can also tell when there's assholes around. Yeah. <laughs> damn. So, so like, 
when when you're dealing like like what like what do you get like like how do you and well you like, like what senses do you like what triggers you like all, or what goes all, the, all the emotions i'll feel happy uh-huh. or i'll feel sad I'll feel angry. And that's just like when you're around a certain spot or a yes. certain spot really. or people. I've learned to shut it off. It took a while to learn uh-huh. to shut it off. A friend of mine taught me how. Okay. But yeah, especially in haunted places, I'll sense the energies. Like I was saying, when we went to a, in the east mm-hmm. inside, uh, we went to a home. You walk in, it felt like the floor was moving. You felt very breathless. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. That's nice. And Bonnie confirmed it with yeah. us. Yeah. And it, yeah. And uh, that's basically, yeah. And, wow. Uh, that's why I don't like being around uh, jerks. Because mm-hmm. you, you get that irritation. You <laughs> Do know? you get that feeling right now? They know me. They know me. I, t- I would start getting very serious. <laughs> you know where it's, uh, we got a really bad feeling? What's that? All the times that we've gone? Uh, Hank's High School. Yes. Really? Mm. I've the, never heard in, of that. In their arts department. Uh-huh. It's, you, as soon as you walk back at, back there, you, you feel like when you, you know when you like, when you're driving your car down the street and then somebody cuts you off and you don't expect it and you right, feel right, that right. feeling like of adrenaline, yeah. when you go back there, that's how you start feeling right away and then your hairs on your arms start standing no up. Oh shit. Start feeling weird. And I actually, once we were doing an EVP in one of the, in the music rooms that's mm-hmm. back there, we started hearing this noise out in the hallway and the cool thing that the, the principal, he's the one that calls us in there. Yeah. Like twice a year, he goes, he has a lockdown with his students and he calls us in there. No shit. To do a lockdown with all his students. Oh. So we're walking around basically with the principal with all the keys right. in, the, in the night with the school turned off. And uh, we started hearing a noise and then I got, we, I went outside and we were recording because I have a, I have a FLIR camera. Okay. And um, I, was, I started shooting down the hallway yeah. and in my video in the FLIR, you could see the image at the end of the hallway coming towards us like this, a black image. And they what? would come towards us and they would go back. Yeah, I was sitting right there. And then you could hear all of us. And then we mm-hmm. actually showed we actually showed it in a, in a reveal at a, at, the, at the school. Okay, and, and a flare camera is what it just reads like... It, uh, yeah, it picks up the heat signature of your body. Okay. Anything okay. crazy. It emits uh, heat, it'll uh-huh. pick it up on the camera. And have you guys always been like calm, cool, collective when you see shit? Because I know... Well, not years ago, but now I right. have. That, you, you, you it's just like so, an adrenaline rush. Yeah, you know? <laughs> just get so used to it. It's, I, that, it's an adrenaline rush. At yeah, first, you'd startle like, whoa, then like, yeah, right. this is cool. Yeah, because I think I'd pee myself first and then be like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> well, the motto is fear more the living than the dead. Right. Yeah, we fear more the living. Everybody has a... don't you get scared Mm -hmm. i'm like we fear more the living right you know just like when i told you at the international when i would have to go look yeah 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 yeah. i'd be more afraid to find a a, Uh, somebody actually there right than a you know ghost yeah Yeah. right and now dean has a picture what what is this this is a picture that was taken uh from uh, one of our guests at a tour i was actually giving the tour and uh, you could see heather right there standing hey that looks like vince <laughs> it looks yeah, like Vince right there's a black. Like me. <laughs> that's oh, what I thought right now when I was looking at it. <laughs> oh, yeah, and uh, if you here, hand it to him, Vince. If you see over here to your left, uh-huh. on that little tombstone right here on the left, yeah, so just tell us what you see. You could oh fuck, you could widen it up. On the left or the right? Yeah, the little tombstone right there on the bottom. That, that is that a fucking head? It looks, like she's, a, it looks like she's dabbing. Did you see? She's like this. Exactly. What? That's a clear oh, picture wow, right there. That? That's an enhanced, enhanced version. Get the fuck out of here. A little girl. And that's an old time clothes. In period clothing. Really? That's in the infant nursery. In the infant nursery? Uh, how old? Laughter. And it was, is that. Are uh, you assuming is that her tombstone or is that her headpiece or? Well, when 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 that was taken, I 
you can actually see I'm in the photo. Oh, you're right. Um, it was a gr- young lady on our tour. She took it with her cell phone and she looked at it and I heard her gasp. Mm-hmm. And I said, did you get something? And she said, look. And I had her send it to me immediately because I don't want anybody to mess right, with right, me right, or right, alter right. it. And um, I immediately went and stood right where she was. I told her, don't move. And we tried. We took a succession of other pictures mm-hmm. to see if we could get that image mm-hmm. in, in the, maybe it was something reflecting or something right. behind it, you know, imposing. Yeah. Superimposing. And um, we couldn't get that effect. That was the only photo that had that. Wow. Um, we did later go and check out that tombstone. Mm-hmm. That is the tombstone of a little girl. Oh, and she, it is appropriate to that period. If you look really close at the uh, magnified version, you can even see it looks like she almost has a bonnet yes. yeah. with mm-hmm. a ribbon. And like you can see the lace of her wow. you know, long sleeve. So it's just kind of weird that it hit appropriate at that time era and everything now dean has another picture of (laughs) he's busting them out is that (laughs) is that porn yeah what what is that that's a dick pig that's the wrong one (laughs) (laughs) this is actually a tombstone right here it's a a knoblong tombstone it's like weird looking Uh uh-huh and uh it looks like there's a guy yeah the dude's head on the top right Mm -hmm. okay i see it but the weird thing about that uh there's a a real famous murder here in downtown El Paso, La Placita. Mm-hmm. What year was it, babe? I believe it was 1909. I think it was a a young black gentleman, a, a teenager mm-hmm. that got stabbed. Okay. When a president, what was it? What president Taft. was it? Taft came to visit El Paso. Uh huh. He actually they they killed they they stabbed him and then they left him draped with a U.S. flag right there in the placita because there was too, too many people to pick him up. Right. And nobody till this day knows who ki- actually killed him. And we think it's him because he's actually like two two graves away from this stone. Oh, shit. The fuck? That is pretty weird. But if you look at it, you can almost see he's got like almost like the old-fashioned kind of collar. Right. Mm-hmm. It looks right. like a young African-American male maybe. Right. About 15 years old. And that's right next to his grave. So it's oh. just unusual that sometimes it coincides with you know, sometimes we just get random nonsense. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it actually coincides with what's there already. So since you guys have actually seen shit and now, I mean, like I said, you brought actual footage of it. And what is that now? Is that a bag of... Oh. fuck is that? Ritual objects. They had Some tidy whities Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what the hell is inside? A, a cow skull. It was actually a part of a cow skull wrapped in tidy whities nice yeah wow. and it was a love spell a love spell yeah please do indulge yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna try to use it we actually found a, it had like a little scroll rolled up inside of it and it had like some kind of i didn't touch it but they mm-hmm. opened it it had some sort of like a and where was looking that at? for a man that was in uh, concordia also also oh, it do, was just buried there it was just laying on top of a grave during a oh, tour. Okay. and they do find stuff like that out yeah. there all the time really? ritualistic yeah just yeah. and and is that recent I, I take it or that's not this is the actual uh the photo they used on the ghost adventures uh-huh. but she took it okay but it's actually like uh, like recent garments right it's not like old garments or right. anything like that so somebody had just recently placed that and we somebody often find 20s. yeah <laughs> somebody lost their 20s with yeah, that yeah, it looks uh, like somebody shit themselves <laughs> it was actually covered you see how it's all red it was right. actually covered in blood and red wax what the fuck yeah fucking people are weird and so when we find stuff like yeah. that we have to alert security they right. alert the police you know to make sure it's not yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, at least I mean, well, you got Jerry. You got the security guard down. Right. <laughs> Jerry will bring out his flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd probably get kicked out. He just walk out with a flashlight. He's like, "Fuck, not again, <laughs> not again." So yeah, so like I was saying, since you guys have actually seen shit, you guys have actually yes. lived shit, and I know, yes. I know, Jaime said he's the you know he had, they had the Yorona on fucking speed dial, 
when you see when you see like these fake fucking people like Miss Cleo and shit come out yeah. that shit like fucking piss you guys off yeah. yes yeah yes yeah. even the movies like the Conjuring and all the of that they're supposed to be based on on, on the, the actualities yeah. of it they really go like yeah, well, yeah. I mean, they gotta sell it. I mean, yeah. they, they well, yeah, got Hollywood. Yeah, and they I, got and I think that's basically like y'all's like your mindset that right. you're expected to find out because the, yeah. because of movies. That's movie. That's, that's what they portray. Yeah, that it's supposed to be this way. Yeah. You know what? If you if you're gonna see a ghost, you're gonna actually see a ghost like everything, like yeah. in full detail. Yeah, because I wanted to see like the scene from Carrie where just some yeah. chick there and just yeah. blood <laughs> fucking falling all <laughs> everywhere. That's no. what I was hoping for. People expect that in their tours, ghosts are gonna jump out at yeah. them or things yeah. like that, but it doesn't always happen. Ghosts are people too. Yeah, mm. you know, don't yeah. piss them off. And so you better appear now. They're gonna say, I don't think so. <laughs> Fuck you. Like, yeah. have, have you seen ghosts of like of animals? Oh shit. Yes. Yeah, a, a cat of mine who uh, died. I saw her zip through the my hallway. Really, my, my dog Rico saw it and startled. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, we've had people tell us about cats. Hey. There was this one lady that told us that her cat passed away, and he had a habit of chewing the the dishwashing gloves. Mm-hmm. You know how some ladies use those long yellow gloves right, to wash right. the dishes. Mm-hmm. He would like to chew at the end of the fingers. Mm-hmm. He goes, and the, six months later, she goes, I had thrown everything away. She goes, and. The dog, had, the cat had passed away and everything. And she goes, and then I opened up the, I found right under, right outside the sink. He goes, she goes, a glove all mm-hmm. chewed up from the, from the fingers. No shit. She goes, and, that, and I had to throw everything away. He goes, it was thrown right there on the floor. Mm-hmm. And, and is it usually just cats that you guys usually hear about? Or oh, is no, it all sorts of everything? animals. Dogs, yes. cats, uh, beloved pets. In so, fact, there's sometimes photographs that they right. the caught. Family picture and all of a sudden a pet will appear. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of people yeah. consider their pets family too. You know, what yeah. I mean, they're not just. We do. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, like, fuck it. For example, my parents have a birthday party for their fucking dog, <laughs> but they won't nah. fucking call. They won't call me on my birthday. They like, fucking, <laughs> fucking assholes. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you don't. It depends too if, if, if it is buried at the pet cemetery. Cause okay. Sometimes dead is better. <laughs> <laughs> so do they do they have a pet cemetery here, or they yeah. they just right there on a. Saragossa, you turn to the, you go down, turn right on North Loop. It's right there, right before you hit the school. And there's one out on Montana too. On no shit. Hey, do you guys ever go? No, just no. they're they're privately owned. Oh okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, you need a key to get in there. Yeah, we oh. could just jump that fence. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, um, yeah, I, I think like you were saying, man, when when you're expecting some shit like for what you see on the movies, you know what I mean, yeah. and you don't get it, yeah, it kind of pisses you off. Well, not pisses you off, but you're like, ah, it's all bullshit. Mm. And then I remember I freaked out because I remember Jerry was telling me a story when we were um, at the end of the tour. You were saying that at times that you'd lose shit at the house or whatever. Oh, all the time, And then, yeah. then you find it at work or you find it on the table or whatever. Or find it at home or yeah. his house, yeah. So I remember I was thinking about that. And I, and I told Vince this, like, I think I told him like a few days ago. I got home and for the long, for like about a week or two, I had lost a flashlight. And I've been looking for that motherfucker everywhere. And I couldn't find it. It was an expensive-ass flashlight. And lo and behold, the day I take the tour, as soon as I get home, you know, what we get home about midnight or whatever, I go in my closet and it's just sitting there on the on the, on the the vanity at the bathroom. I was like, fucking Jerry. This, fuck, this fucking okay. guy. He, he fucking sent some fucking shit with me. He sent and his now pranks to you. Yeah, dude. So I woke up my little kid. I was like, hey, 
Uh, you know, they're all passed out and shit. So, Dad, I found it. I was like, oh, fuck, thank God. <laughs> I was like, fuck. It's so common yeah. to now. When it happens, it's like, mm, okay, come on, you guys. Yeah. Come on, cut it out. Yeah. Yeah, no, Let me I, get some sage. Yeah. I, <laughs> no, I, I freaked the fuck out. I was like, yo, I will fucking everybody up. I was like, did y'all find this? I was like, yeah, I found it under the fucking clothes and shit. I, like, I just oh, get irritated. Right. When I see it, I go, okay, guys, thanks. I appreciate it. When I find it again. <laughs> and, and have you guys ever had anything at, at any of the places that you go? Any of the spirits follow you guys home? No? Yes? No? We haven't, but uh, I know that Henry had an experience like that. Okay. A few years back where he had gone to uh, really, there was a place, It was a, wasn't it a church? Abandoned church oh, yeah. where they were having like some nasty hmm. experiences, people mm-hmm. that were going there. But I don't know the details of it, but I do know he doesn't talk about it very often. It scared it him really bad. Yeah. Really? But he did feel that he had something follow him. That's never happened to me personally or mm-hmm. to us. Although we have had things where we come home from a tour and something funky happens. Yeah. Right. Us too. I don't know if yeah. that could be related or just because you're in that mindset. So something right. happens and you're like, whoa. But, that, yeah. but no, not anything following us. And no. have you had any cases of like of like actual demons? That's what Henry said he encountered. He but as far as you guys, no, 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 no we've, no, we've no, never no. encountered. So, so what's that. what's the difference between a regular spirit and a demonic or a demon? Spirit? Demons were never human. They're elemental spirits. They're oh. intent on destroying humankind and souls. Okay, that's the theory, uh-huh. and I've read a lot about it. And the demon, so-called demons, those are the ones that usually fuck with you, right? They'll like leave scratches and marks on actual people just for shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I think Jerry was telling me about a, was it a hotel or some shit? There was some uh, old man had died and and um, somebody almost got him pushed down some stairs or some shit like that. Oh, we're talking about the, the, what's the hotel where Bonnie, that Bonnie's afraid of? Uh, yeah, I remember, I remember DeSoto. something like that. The DeSoto, DeSoto Hotel. Uh-huh. The guests were scratched. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. People were almost pushed down the stairs. Right. Yeah, we had yeah, the, yeah the, the last time I took the tour, I actually went to that place. Yeah. Uh, that place was opened up. Mm-hmm. When, yeah, when Ghost yeah, Adventures came into town, they no? they uh, they filmed there, and Bonnie was obviously uncomfortable on film because mm-hmm. she did not like that place. Really, and they won't let us go back. They won't. They're protecting us. But right, right, right. I asked Henry and Bonnie about it, and they said there was a person who lived there for a long time. He was a miserable piece of shit in mm-hmm. life, and after mm-hmm. death, he was the same thing in the right. basement, pretending to be a demon or an evil spirit. He's just a okay. total. Sure. Yeah, just fucking with people. And you, and you guys, you guys. So you're not not allowed to go over there, or because of uh, the lease, just, or no, you, choose not, you choose not to. Yeah, it was just a decision made because after having guests actually get physically hurt, pushed, oh, shoved, or scratched. Mm-hmm. I mean, scratched to where there'd be like little drops of blood on the back of the really? scratch. Wow. You know, like not just a light scratch, mm-hmm. but like a vicious. Mm-hmm. Um, they had several things happen like that. So just we don't we won't take people in there just because it's not. We don't feel safe to take them. Right. In. Absolutely. So, our guests come first. We take it. Yeah, yeah. No, well, absolutely. But I mean, damn, I, that's some shit that would be interesting to see. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, as, far as, a, as far as a demon, because I, I, I know, <laughs> I know well, we spoke earlier about uh, we're all pretty much, well, except for Cujo, pretty much all spiritual, agnostic, atheists. Right. So do you guys see like a demon like as far as like the, the biblical form or do you see it as a demon just like as a manifestation of something evil? Well, actually, people have... Spoken, they appear in black clouds. It's like a black cloud of smoke. Okay. Yes, that's what I've heard a lot of people say. Mm-hmm. I think people expect to see what you've seen on TV or like a gargoyle. Mm-hmm. But when I've read and what people have told me, it's like right. a black, black cloud, black cloud of smoke. Yeah. Damn, that's fucking nuts. So they no demons like the Argento movie. <laughs> <laughs> 
Damn, I can't find a fucking prostitute demon that just tries to, you know, get some ass or some shit. It'll <laughs> <laughs> burn it off, man. <laughs> it's just fuck. Because I know there's this, there's this one guy that works with us, and he's told he's told us some stories that, and 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 that's how kind of how we got involved and started thinking about doing this tour because he would tell us stories that um that he would go to uh, I can't remember it was a house down here by the in the hood off of uh I guess by Ascarate and the um, the house that he lived at. That he had come home one time and it was just him and his and some girl that he was trying to date. He was 18 years old. He went inside to go grab a jacket or some shit. Nobody was home. So he said that, you know, he just ran in the house, turned on the lights, whatever, real fast to come get the jacket. And then when we came back out, the girl he was with, he was like, Hey, your your dad seems like an asshole. He was like, What? He's like, Yeah, your dad. I was he was he was looking at me and I was waving at him. He didn't fucking tell me anything. I was like, What are you talking about? He was, Yeah, yeah. I was looking at the door and I guess I have like that glass door. He's like, yeah, I was, you know, he was there, and I was waving at him, and he didn't even fucking do anything. He's like, yo, there's nobody in the house. <laughs> like, it's it's just me and the jacket, you know. Yeah. I was like nothing else. <laughs> and then, uh, like, he told us some other shit. And I was like, dude, you gotta be fucking shitting me, but. <laughs> and that's when she's like, okay, well, I'm not gonna date you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, over. actually, when people find out what we do, man, we get ghost stories. Yeah, people start talking. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, let me tell you about this. Let me Everybody tell you about has this. something or knows mm-hmm. somebody yeah. that has something happen. To but them. are they actual legit or are they just like bullshit? Well, some uh, are just, flakes, but some yeah. you can believe. I can mm-hmm. I can tell when someone's lying to me. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I I mean. Because I know, I know when we're going to do this tour, I was, we had a little discussion about it. I was like, are you going in and is something going to happen because you're expecting it to happen? Or are you already going with that mindset that, oh, shit, shit's going to hit the fan? Or is it just, you know, if it doesn't live, live up to the expectation, is it because it's not real? Or is it just because you went overly hyped about it? You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, like I said, I, I remember when, you, when we were down in the basement, you're, you guys were asking questions. And you guys had said, you know, you had asked a group to ask a question. And evidently, you know, everybody's fucking quiet and shy or whatever. Yeah, they went to mm-hmm. So my dumbass yelled out, yo, is this shit real or not? And it was fucking quiet. Then, uh, you know, you heard the fucking cell phone again, cake. I was like, fuck, man, this <laughs> fucking Jerry's hungry or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? And I was like, ah, fuck, you know. Then, like I said, with the light bulb that happened, I was like, god damn, all right. Maybe there is some shit and it's well, not going to be what I expected. Last autumn after a tour, the mm-hmm. free, you know, up front at our museum where the... It looks like an electric chair over there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The four of us were talking, and we started hearing voices talking to us there. Well, people talking. We looked around, and we couldn't find an explanation for it. Around the the chair? That area. Well, around the area. Right, right, around that little area. Yeah, Yeah, around there, right there, yeah. Wow. Damn. You see, I want to... Do do you guys do... Would you guys be able to take us on on a small private tour, like one of the most fucked up places? You just read my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, because it goes back to the whole thing about like having like a smaller group thing. Yeah. Yeah. I want to like actually like I said I'm a skeptic so yeah he doesn't I'm, 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 no, I'm, 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 I'm a non-believer we have private tours available and a lot of the time too if we have like a big group we'll try and break them up into smaller groups anyway mm-hmm. right but yeah we do have private tours available just check awesome. our website yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just check that website the what goes 915.com because yes. because our uh, basement is very active and so is the, so is the gallery we've mm-hmm. left the REM pod there that unit that puts out emf okay anything crosses its path it gives off a loud signal right it happens a lot in the basement and Mm -hmm. also in the gallery okay so how many different pieces of equipment do you guys have and and what is it what should that you guys actually use and what's the usage of them or like what do they what do they do 
Well, one of the most common ones that most people know about are the K2 meters. Right. And those are just a tool used by electricians, and they measure electromagnetic frequency, which Mm -hmm. any electronic device you use is going to put out. Right. Um, But the theory is, if you're somewhere like, say, we're in the middle of Concordia Cemetery, and Mm -hmm. there's absolutely no electricity in there anywhere near you, all the way out to where the streets are. Right. um, There shouldn't logically be anything that would spike that meter. Mm -hmm. Uh, Part of the theory is that ghosts use that kind of energy that they draw on that to mm-hmm. manifest that's one of the theories that's why people think that they drain batteries and they project that mm-hmm. kind of energy because okay. they're kind of using that to fuel themselves right so that's why some people do believe that that energy will be present mm-hmm. in where it's not supposed to be okay and the way the REM pod that the, the device they keep telling you guys about it mm-hmm. kind of operates in the different the opposite way rather okay. than detecting that EMF electro frequency mm-hmm. it emits it Okay. So it's emitting like this beam of electric, electromagnetic frequency. Mm-hmm. And if you put your hand over it, it breaks that, that beam mm-hmm. right. and it'll go off. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of a backwards way of detecting, detecting motion okay. or some kind of movement. Right. Um, so that's another one that we use. We've got all kinds of different little things. there's Annabelle. Yes, we have trigger objects. Um, you guys saw the doll that yeah. we used. Yeah, the raggedy Ann. Um, yeah. The theory yeah. behind that. We have that, teddy bears also. Yeah, oh, we yeah? have two teddy bears. The theory behind that being that if you're, say, a ghost of a child or someone mm-hmm. from 100 years ago, right. a teddy bear is a symbol that pretty much anybody would recognize and would approach. Or, mm-hmm. you know, right. it might be a little more user friendly than a yeah. piece of plastic was. True. With little lights all over it. Yeah. I know so. when, when we're in that one parking lot where the uh, Marshall had gotten shot and killed, um, I remember the, the one of the gentlemen in the group had that, the. Uh, the Raggedy Ann doll, and that shit just kept on going off like yeah. crazy. Yeah. And then I was like, hey, dude, your shit's going off. He's like, yeah, I know. I was like, well, you want to say some shit? <laughs> I mean, maybe we could see some shit. He's like, oh, I don't know what it's doing. I don't know why it's doing that. I was like, well, maybe you should want to ask right. why it's doing that shit. Because yeah. like, I just, like, he was like standing right next to me, and it just kept on going off. I was like, yo, say some shit, man. I'll be mean, fuck. That's why they gave it to you, dog. Right. <laughs> That's and what she, it's there she's for. She's got the K2 meters built into her, so right. she, that was picking up those electromagnetic frequencies. And mm-hmm. you guys know we're in the middle of an empty parking lot. Right. Yeah. So right. there wasn't anything within, and when I when I say close, I mean like within your immediate. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like right over here. It's not going to be from across the street affecting you. Right. Yeah, so we were in that big empty parking lot, so if that was happening, that would indicate that there was a little bit of an unusual activity. Happening. Okay. And then you guys said you guys also have the flare camera that you were talking about. Flare. That, mm-hmm. A what? Fleer. Oh, Fleer. 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 Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Fleer camera. So you got the Fleer, the the EMPs, and uh, and then what all else? the you know investigative equipment, like mm-hmm. you know just a bunch of infrared cameras all mm-hmm. hooked up to to one uh, one computer where okay we, we could sit and monitor like an entire house. Right. 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 A bunch mm-hmm. of cameras and, and the recording instruments mm-hmm. and ourselves. Okay, yourselves, yourselves, right? Yeah. That's the best equipment. <laughs> my dog sometimes comes. Yeah. We go. Yeah. yeah, like, do you guys have any like videos or anything? Like, um, let's say like on the website, perhaps if people want to. I have a video right here. You guys want to see it? Fuck yeah! Yes. Yeah, and we definitely have videos. Um, uh, Henry has some on his uh YouTube. He's oh, you, oh, he's got a YouTube. Reveal, yeah, we so need to have a reveal soon. Right. Okay. Yeah. She's got a YouTube. Also. But if you do look up Paso del Norte Paranormal Society on YouTube, those videos will pop up. There's a whole bunch of them. Or the El Paso Public Library. Oh, this this is a video of the El Paso Library downtown. Mm-hmm. We got a really cool opportunity about, I guess it was two years ago on Halloween. Oh. We were invited by one of the news channels K-Fox. to go. Yeah, we went in there and spent 
mm-hmm. um, to like two in the morning and they're locked in there with them. Okay. And what's happening in this video here is that we're on the main floor. This is Dean and I. This is a back corner of the, uh, I think it's called the Heritage section. It's where they have the really, really, really old books. They're literally under like, you know, lock and key, mm-hmm. very uh, preserved. They're all back in this section. So a lot of historical. And everybody else at the time was down in the sub-basement Okay. Area. So they're actually there's a basement and a sub basement like creepy as shit, right? Yeah. Got like a yeah. basement's already not yeah. fucking creepy enough, and then you <laughs> make a sub basement. Okay. So they were all the way down there. So they're literally three floors beneath us at the point in this video. Okay. We had just started, and as you can see, it's dark in there. We had the infrared cameras on. Mm-hmm. Um, the way the lights work in here in this uh, library is their motion sensor. So if anybody, mm-hmm. if we would stand up, sit up, or move, or walk around, or make a big motion that they will light back up. Right. Um, so we're sitting here and we had gotten the name on one of our devices. We were just sitting there and we got the name Maria. Okay. Um, you know, one of the ladies that established the library was named Marie or was called Maria. So we're like, oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. just started asking and saying, oh, is Maria here? And we, we had literally, this is five minutes into it. We just started. So mm-hmm. you're not expecting anything to happen mm-hmm. right, right off the bat. And um, you guys will hear um, this is me and Dean here, and off to my side, off to my right, was where the rows of books, bookshelves started. Okay. So they're off camera. But when we asked for her, we heard a knock on the bookshelves on the other side of the bookshelf from us. What? So is it is it just you two, and it's a yes. like a tripod or? Yeah, this was. We actually had cameras yeah, mounted everywhere, mm-hmm. which we do when we have a investigation. We've got about. Uh, eight or nine cameras and okay. we just put them everywhere oh, yeah. yeah and they're running the whole time so as you'll see here and then you'll see us get scared actually get scared because it, just, it actually <laughs> did startle the shit out of us yeah she gets scared oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if i hear dean yell i'm gonna laugh what yeah yeah watch you can see their look in their eyes you just see that goes off You know what? Go to play that again. Let me put. Let me put that on the mic. And it's a very distinct knock. Now that knock was literally on the other side of the bookshelf from where I'm sitting. So mm-hmm. I got chills because I'm like, yeah. uh. And I, my first thought is like, did, they, did someone sneak up here and they're right. fucking with us? But the lights didn't turn on. Mm-hmm. There's no way to walk across a room or yeah. across the floor in there without those lights coming on. So right. whatever you know did that noise was yeah. a big enough motion to set that off. Fuck. So, that was really, really cool. And well, the library is right historically the haunted. Yeah. Historically yeah. haunted? Yes, oh, yeah. they have a book there, a big black book. If you see something, mm-hmm. here's the book, write down what you saw. Really? <laughs> because that whole area there was called the Campo Santo. It was the first cemetery. It was a, it was a cemetery mm-hmm. yeah, under there. All the way to the new ballpark. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah. you guys were talking about that mm-hmm. on, the, on the tour. And still find bodies sometimes, yeah. No shit. Because so, they moved the tombstones, but they didn't move the bodies. <laughs> <laughs> I've been just trying to scare you now. You're just trying to fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna hear that shit in the middle of the night. Watch, <laughs> fucking 3 a.m. They didn't move the bodies. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I was killing me. But ah, uh, fuck. Uh, so now you guys got a different video now. Right Which one is this now? Oh, this is actually at uh the the second floor gallery where we used to go. Where they used to go into the old basement. Mm-hmm. And okay. uh, we were down there. We were gonna do an investigation. We had some newbies, and we were just gonna do some training right. and teach them the equipment. And so we were all when this was filmed, we were all upstairs. We had already put all the cameras downstairs, and they were rolling, but we hadn't officially started yet. Mm-hmm. We were still setting our monitors up upstairs. So in the video, you'll hear us talking and stuff, and you'll okay. hear duct tape and stuff. And that's us upstairs. But this is um. A, a little opening in between where this hallway is that leads to the upstairs to the 
street level. And you'll see there was like a black shadow that passes across. And that, that's in the, uh, that's in your guys' basement, right? Uh, in the, uh, no, this is actually a basement that was across the street. It's like one block down and across the street. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I actually yeah. went to that one uh, like two years ago. And we, oh, you and did that one? Yeah, we don't have access to that building anymore, unfortunately, but. So it's just a shadow that you guys just see that just crossed by? You don't hear anything? Yeah. Like fucking somebody saying some shit? No. That was fucking. Dude, I, I, I wouldn't be able to do that job. I'd be like. Because <laughs> knowing me, I'd talk shit and then I'd fucking die. <laughs> With the luck that I have, it just shit wouldn't work. Oh fuck! Oh shit! <laughs> right? Oh fuck! Yep. And that was with the infrared cameras that you guys have. Yeah, so it was it, it was pitch dark down there, and there was right. nobody down there, and that's whatever the hell that was that just flew on by. And oh, and fuck. we've actually magnified that and slowed it down like really really nanosecond, mm-hmm. and you'll you can actually see it manifest. Like it's not it's not something that comes from one side of the screen to the other. Mm-hmm. Right. It it comes in and it just like gets bigger and it manifests and then it fades out. It so, wasn't one of those so day labors. Like, yeah. So we're like, what the. <laughs> That is fucking nuts. Yeah, but in that in that basement, we often would hear things like we have we had recordings where we would hear like a bell ringing. Okay. But there was nobody with a bell, mm. or we'd hear like uh, in another instance we heard it sounded like a uh, two women arguing, mm-hmm. <laughs> telling each other off. Yeah. <laughs> you bitch. And uh, <laughs> we went back there, you know, and there was nothing, and we were like, okay. They did used to um, have a saloon in there, and they mm-hmm. used to have gambling and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and ladies. Was that so, the, the proposition of affection yeah. or the negotiated <laughs> affection? There you go. I've been trying to remember. Affection. I've been trying to remember for the life of me. Remember what I was talking about, Harden, the guy that killed him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember I told you that his son took him to have a beer at a saloon? Right. Well, mm-hmm. that's where he took him. That's what. That's where that, that saloon, saloon was. Yeah. Saloon. Okay. Yeah. Damn, that's fucking nuts. What's your guys's? So I mean, since you guys have seen stuff, you guys feel stuff what's your theory on why certain souls certain ghosts are here why so you know it begins with scientific because you know i used to be a skeptic mm-hmm. but then i think about it as a scientific way you know our life is energy and right. energy never dies right it only changes form mm-hmm. uh to what form is what it's not known sometimes right. uh, sometimes it sticks around mm-hmm. but from what i've seen and heard i'm, I'm definitely you know a believer well yeah. uh, usually a tragic death a tragic death or murder uh-huh. or a person who doesn't know that they're dead like children that to me that's the saddest spirit in the world a child who's okay. passed away and doesn't know that they're dead oh shit yeah and they're hanging around like where's mom where's dad right and they're looking around and the parents have left they're still in the house mm-hmm. and new people walk in and move into the house and they'll see a child walking down the hall right calling mama daddy that's and, fall, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. fuck and another theory of that is um not just per se something that's uh you know intelligent right but there's also the theory that when there's very intense energy mm-hmm. that that can kind of leave an impression in a place mm-hmm. and you can kind of yeah residual energy so if you guys ever like walked in on a, a couple that you know a couple like your friends yeah. and they're just having a terrible argument and you walk in and they're like oh, everything's cool and you're like right. no no it's not yeah, you like, can feel, like, those you can feel vibes. the tension right. in the air yeah and, and you yeah. you didn't even witness it but you feel the right. the mm-hmm. lingering bad emotions that are still there yeah. um there is theory that that's also what could also be hauntings that wow. might not be something that recognize you or inter- interacts mm-hmm. with you but just something that's like stuck like on repeat mm-hmm. or yeah. just an energy that's it's like watching a film you can't interact with it but it plays over and over right yeah. so do you think is there any way these spirits can be like how do they get out of here like how do they go move back beyond or like is there any way to get them 
to quit reliving this fucking moment for them? Like you said, with the kids that they can't, that they don't even know that they're dead. Well, it all depends on your religion. Uh, Mm -hmm. There are psychics who can help you deliver them, so to speak, send Mm -hmm. them to the light. Uh, Of course, priests or whatever. Right. Things like that. But yeah. I remember you're, you're talking about that you also have a certain priest that helps you guys out with certain things that you guys go to i guess with certain cases or whatnot oh that was henry is our reverend well henry's henry our, oh he's a reverend yeah Henry, he's, mm-hmm. he's, he's an ordained reverend. minister okay and, and what what does that come in like well, how, how does that help within this within what you guys do well if it's really serious uh i'm sure they have contacts to like higher power or mm-hmm. more it all depends on the person's religion their faith okay what they feel comfortable with mm-hmm like I said, you can send in a psychic who's very powerful and mm-hmm. con- con- contacting them, sending them all or a spirit to bless the souls and move on to right. the next realm. And do you guys, since you guys said that, I know you said you were, uh, since you have the uh, psychic ability, do you ever actually go and, you know, with any of these so-called psychics, fortune tellers, and just go and see if they're if they're full of shit or, if, you know what I mean? Like call them out on their bullshit. If we do anything like that. It's to get what we call Olympia. Olympia? Yeah, we go. The little huevo like and shit. <laughs> sort of yeah, we don't, we don't actually work with any psychics or mediums right. within our group because we try to keep it strictly scientific. Mm-hmm. Exactly, mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's so hard yeah, to vouch for that right, yeah. as well. Yeah, but so, do you guys ever just go and try to like debunk somebody that, that, no. that goes and says that, you know, like, like like I said earlier, like Miss Cleo, that I'm this and that and I know everything. I'd be like, you know what? You're probably taking advantage of people. Well, we Fuck know we, chick, we you know, know I mean? of some people that do that, mm-hmm. but we don't. You know, they should remain. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, we won't call. Yeah, we're yeah. not going to call them out. Yeah, but just, we do know that there are people that do that. Right. Yeah. Know, and it, it does piss me off. It's taking advantage of people's mm-hmm. grief. Oh well, yeah. Fears, well, yeah. fears no. religion. Yeah. I mean, right. just and not only that. I mean, you're you're making money off of them for. Yeah. Just a true psychic would want never charge anybody for anything. Mm-hmm. They go yeah. out there to help. Yeah. When we do investigations, we never ever charge. It's kept a hundred percent discreet. Right. We don't talk about it we don't tell people about it but uh, you'll re- you'll relinquish that information to the actual like a homeowner or whatever right. you'll be like yo you need to move the fuck out like, right. you, you, but often, leave now. you know it's funny because often we've been able to find natural <laughs> causes <laughs> right like i was telling you earlier yeah. so sometimes they bring us in and they're terrified and they think all these horrible things are going on and we're like no man you just got bad wiring you know because <laughs> e- emf high emf abnormal high emf will mm-hmm. make you hallucinate Right. Auditory, visual, um, it'll make you feel paranoid, like someone's like right behind you or mm-hmm. watching you. And mm-hmm. I mean those are all these are all things that simulate a haunting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not you know, it's not that right. infrequent that we find that that's the cause of it. Yeah. yeah. So. Like homes are built around substations. Okay. Or you see the big power pylons power uh, pylons tossing <laughs> on top of their homes. Uh, yeah. Pythons. And you see that. Yeah. <laughs> pythons. Yeah, pythons, that's it, yeah. Did yeah. Vince tell you about his house being haunted? Yes, uh, he did. Oh yeah, I mentioned it to him about earlier the about the shit? whole yeah, because I actually got to the point where um well that one that one time when I mentioned I, I forgot to mention what I did afterwards was um the first the, the first time that it happened, I just went and I turned the TV off and I didn't think anything of it. I just went back to bed. And the second time that it happened, I'm like, Okay, I'm a, I'm the I'm gonna play the part here. So I go out and then on on TV it's a it's on the golf channel. And I'm like, hmm, okay. <laughs> yeah, like, all right. Because he's an avid golfer. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, all right. Uh, I, can, I can fuck with this. Let's see, okay. So I'm like, like I, I was alone. No one was around. It may be a little bit crazy or anything, but I, I was, I, I straight up, I was just, if this is the best you got, 
Like I'm not, <laughs> like I'm not, you know, I'm not scared at all. Yeah, well, I'm like, if anything, I'm more pissed because you're wasting my electricity. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, so, so that makes sense. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like I'm, I'm so harsh. I'm so harsh, like on religion and on, <laughs> on ghosts and all this paranormal activity. Yeah, like, uh, like even like through um, previous um, episodes. So I would figure, like, why not me? Like you know, like, why not fuck around with me? Like to like make me a believer. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, when that happened, um, my first instinct is just okay. What's well, like some wiring or there's yeah. some type of scientific explanation to this rather than it Airing, being a radio ghost. channels things like that yeah so that's why like okay maybe if i if i piss it off it can somehow do something else yeah but then like that, well, that was that was probably that's like, not a good idea <laughs> yeah that was, that was not a good idea <laughs> that, 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 that was, was about like, to ask <laughs> that was probably like like two months ago and then i have i have yet to experience anything else uh, the, maybe the tv hasn't turned passing on through trying to get your attention they're just nothing yeah. nothing but bad is meant by it they just mm-hmm. want to get your attention like hey i'm mm-hmm. here see you later so, <laughs> so, so like like what what could happen if you start like if you take the vince approach and start fucking Call with them, them out. Just, yeah, like, like do you actually you believe like, like on the, the ouija board and all that like does the ouija board actually no, we don't use that. That's it's, dangerous too. Actually, dangerous. I am of the absolute opposite opinion. I don't think there's anything harmful about Ouija boards at really? all. Really? Really? No, Why is not that? At all. Because I mean, it's just a board with numbers on it. Why would it be inherently evil? Mm-hmm. And the way oh, that the Ouija yet, board so. got that reputation, mm-hmm. it never had a reputation for being a demon portal or any of that until the viral marketing of the Exorcist movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where all that came about. Mm-hmm. But if you look back going thousands of years back into history, I mean, every culture uses some kind of a writing board. Mm-hmm. Everything from the Egyptians to, I mean, Romans, they all have it. And if you think about it, I mean, logically, how would you communicate with a spirit if they can't? Yeah. Right, right to you right mm-hmm. so to me i don't find anything inherently evil in the act of it's no. the use of it that. it's like she said it's just a tool mm-hmm. but you do and have can to be, be aware yeah. that you are asking something to contact you mm-hmm. so that's where the danger would lie i wouldn't recommend that to an inexperienced person that's just fucking around right. because you know mm-hmm. but i mean if you know what you're doing it's no different to me than doing an evp really because i mean you're still standing there saying is anybody here you're using right. a tape recorder but you're doing the same thing so you have to be aware of what you're doing mm-hmm. protect yourself mm-hmm. be smart about it don't exactly yeah. So, yeah. so now when you say protect yourself like how can you you know like the average person would be like well how can you protect yourself from a fucking ghost like with a cross and a star of <laughs> david and all kinds <laughs> like of like it's different star for david. everybody <laughs> uh, one thing that we do like right before we'll start an investigation is we'll um when we have all our equipment set up and everything we mm-hmm. can go outside for about 10 minutes and we just kind of like let ourselves we ground ourselves yeah okay. calm down because you don't want to be going into anything with any kind of expectation mm-hmm. right um that's going to color your experience right. your thoughts what, what you're expecting to see right and so in that way it's also kind of like with the ouija board you know people sit down and they're like oh i'm gonna talk to a demon yeah. <laughs> you don't want to go into things with that kind mm-hmm. of mindset mm-hmm. you want to go into it cl- just clear-headed right because right, otherwise right. how can you be unbiased yeah. as to what you're True. experiencing exactly yeah. so that's kind of a way I, i'm not so much to protect you but to give yourself a clear mind and put mm-hmm. you on a logical way of thinking rather than an mm-hmm. emotional way yeah right so damn I've I've never like I've I've never even seen a Ouija board so I think the, I saw the one that you guys have on the uh, display over there. At the oh, there in the gallery, yeah. Yeah, that that's the first one I've seen. I just seen them like you know on fucking TV or whatever. I never grew around that because I've always been you know the kukui and shit like that. Cause, you know, grandma well, that's like Yorona's cousin. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because you know, grandma would always say that you know stay away from shit like that. And then you know and then I'd always be playing basketball or some shit. So I was like on my last day on my mind. But when I saw it, I was like, oh, fuck. So this is the magical board. And I was like, how is it that one fucking board is just 
gonna bring the fucking son of Satan and fucking right. <laughs> go with you. Like, like Heather said, it's just no. a tool. It's just a piece of wood with mm-hmm. letters and numbers on it. Mm-hmm. But it's how you use it. If mm-hmm. you use it in the wrong way, it's like putting a sign on your front door saying, anybody welcome, come in. Right, yeah. right, right, right. That's fucking nuts. And a, another really fascinating thing about Ouija boards, they did a whole long, years-long experience that was recently published in the Smithsonian. Mm-hmm. And I feel that it works more on a, a level. I To me, I don't believe that it's ghosts manipulating the board. Okay. I believe it's you. Mm-hmm. But I believe it's accessing a part of you that's unconscious, non-conscious, that you're not mm-hmm. conscious of doing. Right. And they've actually proven this in exper- experiments by asking people questions about things mm-hmm. like... Um, you know, we drove you here on this on this route. Name the streets that you passed on the way. And the person's like, well, fuck, I don't know that. Like, mm-hmm. how are you going to, my brain's not a computer. How am I going to remember right. that? Mm-hmm. And then they've taken, you know, similar people and, and, and put them in front of a Ouija board and had them ask the Ouija board. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, they're like, oh, Elm Street and West Street. <laughs> they The scientists believe that your belief is so strong that it's going to answer you, mm-hmm. that it's actually your it's unconscious part mind. Your, right. right. Because that information is stored in your brain. Yeah. You just don't access it. Right. So by giving the, you know, the wheel over to your unconscious and saying, well, it's not asking me, I'm going to ask this. Right, right, it right. It opens some kind of a pathway in your brain that accesses that unconscious information, which mm-hmm. is really fascinating if yeah. you think about that. Absolutely. Because if you could trigger that and harness that, think of the brain power you could use. Man, yeah. You'd be in there like, yeah. like a computer, yeah. supercomputer brain. You remember everything. Yeah. So it's an interesting theory yeah. right. that rather than it being an outside influence, it's actually you yourself moving it. Right. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, because they've also done experiments where they've blindfolded a person and then they turn the Ouija board upside down, mm-hmm. and the person can just accurately go right to where the numbers would be. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it was a ghost, it would be doing it where it's supposed to be. Right, yeah. exactly. And because that's your brain, your brain can still see the board. Right. Your brain mm-hmm. knows everything that's in front of you, but you just can't consciously open that up yeah. and access that. So, mm-hmm. I find that super, super fascinating. Absolutely. And I think maybe. When you're using the Ouija board and you're getting answers, you're kind of almost picking up from cues that are that you don't know that you're seeing and you mm-hmm. don't know that you're hearing, but it's coming out through you, yeah, unconsciously. <laughs> yeah, like that, that's my thing. That's like, right. I, I think that's a scientific. The, there you go. Yeah, like, <laughs> the mind is a it's a powerful weapon, and yes. your mind can play tricks on you. Mm-hmm. Like even if you're of sound mind. Like just a matter of your thoughts, sound, and during that time, mind? <laughs> <laughs> what's that? <laughs> like when um. Let's say, for example, if, if you go see a scary movie and by it seems like every single time you watch a scary movie, when you go home, you're fucking scared yeah. <laughs> to go to right. sleep. Any little you know noise. I mean? Yeah. Like, like every little noise will spook you and then like, you'll have an image in your, in your mind already. Mm-hmm. Like something's going to pop out. Right. You're catching yeah. your brain. Yourself. You're yeah. priming your brain. <laughs> yeah, right? pretty much. And when you can just let go of all those preconceived notions and let your brain mm-hmm. flow without mm-hmm. any right. you know, conscious... Yeah. Um, you know, interference, mm-hmm. who knows what you could come up with in your brain. You yeah. might be able to access those hidden memories and thoughts that mm-hmm. you can't What's, access on mm-hmm. a conscious level. Yeah, because I've heard of, um, on several instances where um, there's been people that say that, that when they fall asleep, that they wake up, but it feels like something is pushing on them. Right. And then they feel like they can't move. Sleep they paralysis. Can't, yeah, sleep mm-hmm. paralysis, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's been scientifically um, debunked pretty much. But it's funny how when they start feeling that way, they start panicking. Mm-hmm. So they automatically form an image like something's doing this to me. Mm-hmm. You know, because like, like no one's here. No one's controlling me. It's usually so a man in a black hat. Yeah, exactly. There you exactly. Go. There's always a black figure that's doing that to you. 
Yeah, in the old, well, the ancient times or up to Victorian times, it was called the old hag. The old hag? Sitting on your chest, yeah, old hag sitting on your chest. Oh, fuck. It happened to me one time. I remember I was on, I was on a waterbed. Oh, oh. taking it back old school. I just to give my age or <laughs> But I felt like I went all the way down to yeah. the bottom of the bed. You know, right. What, yeah. what above me. It I wasn't the Yorona? I well, couldn't move. <laughs> and uh, I started praying to Hail Mary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it kind of went away. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of just woke up. Yeah, because uh, it, actually it happened to me one time and then it freaked me the fuck out. But. I reminded myself, you know, like I don't believe in this. So, like, I, I just <laughs> so like, started, yeah, I just started like, I breathing slowly, mm-hmm. controlling my breathing, and then just like imagining like there's nothing here, there's nothing mm-hmm. here, because I know like my mind's gonna freak out. I'm like, fuck all this shit. I'll be talking now. All this shit's happening to me. <laughs> so <laughs> that's this why is I was how like, I died. And, then, and I just gradually like it just it went away, and I didn't see no man black, or I didn't see anything. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think it's just a lot. A lot of the things that happen is I think the mind plays tricks on you at some time well uh, scientifically the brain shuts down the body's uh, nervous system mm-hmm. uh, arms legs and all that because mm-hmm. if you dream and you act out your dreams you could injure yourself so it's yeah. a body's way of protecting yourself mm-hmm. oh. so sometimes you'll wake up during that process like being under anesthesia right right, right. and you're gonna freak out because you can't move right that's why yeah. right that and then your brain's up. just gonna search for a reach for a mm-hmm. solution yeah. or why is this happening and mm-hmm. you're gonna be you know freaking yourself mm-hmm. out even more and, and do you think the whole black figure with the hat or whatever is that just like a pre-built in image that everybody has whether they go to that because they've heard it somewhere before probably by now pretty much everyone's heard of that right Mm -hmm. so yeah i mean it wouldn't be it'd be a logical explanation to your brain that oh you know oh shit there's a ghost in here yeah a demon sitting on me but i find the aspect of the paranormal coming from within us and and within our brains to Mm -hmm. be super fascinating Mm -hmm. yeah because i I, sometimes i think we have a much more influence on that than what Mm -hmm. we could ever even realize yeah so i that's something i find personally yeah. really really interesting so just out of curiosity since we we're talking earlier about the um subconscious mind and whatnot do you guys mess around with drugs or anything like that like a lsd or like any or, type of psychedelics or, 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 or ayahuasca <laughs> ayahuasca there you go <laughs> no because i was wondering i mean because allegedly since that's supposed to open up your third eye or whatnot right. you know if you guys have this gift that you guys have uh, yeah, I was, I was just curious. Like, if, <laughs> those drugs make you vulnerable to real negative spirits. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I was wondering. If you'd see some shit, be like, man, fuck this shit. <laughs> like, I'm never, no, gonna, no, no, never no, again. No, you no. want to? No. Do you guys want to get into that? No. no. Want, is that just something that just no, doesn't? My brain's too active. I'd probably freak myself fun. out. <laughs> <laughs> I have horrible. a wild imagination. It would yeah. probably kick in if yeah. I did that. Yeah. <laughs> If you're gonna experience anything like that, it's better to be in a, in a, a sober place of yeah. mind. Yeah, damn. Yeah, because I mean, that's I, I mean, like you said, think about that subconsciously. You know, that allegedly takes you to other realms or whatever the yeah. fuck. And I, I just wonder if you'd be more not 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 um entitled, or if you just actually start seeing shit since that's what you guys. You know, since that's what you guys are around so much, yeah, you don't know if you're tripping or if it's actually some real <laughs> shit, but um, that's why you got to take a, a video well, with you. There's the rule of the theory in psychic investigations or paranormal not mm-hmm. to be under the influence of anything, okay? Like our associate Colette mm-hmm. says, spirits and spirits don't mix them. You go in something drunk or whatever, right? right, right. It lowers your inhibitions, it also lowers your uh, 
you're not as active or aware of what's going on around you. Right. Makes you more so something, vulnerable. something, yeah, more vulnerable. Something could take you over or attack you. Or mm-hmm. like Have you guys ever seen anything like that? Of somebody actually being possessed? <laughs> or like uh, on ghost adventures <laughs> no, Zach does that about once a week yeah. I mean just, <laughs> I mean just in general with you guys like have you guys actually ever seen some shit where you're like alright oh. well fuck no they're usually just nutcases when they do that yeah yeah. yeah. We, we had a person one time that we went out that was claiming that that was happening to them mm-hmm. and so they went out and sent someone to you know we go out and we do an interview with the family and you know you sit down and you walk mm-hmm. through the house and you find out where these things are happening and it was really funny because she was saying that she's getting possessed and something was taking her over and she's talking and she's like, whoa, falling off the chair. And, oh, my God. <laughs> holy shit. And then um, she, I guess she forgot that they set up cameras when they do this. Mm-hmm. So they're over there and they're walking around the house looking around and it's like, here's this lady on the floor like, whoa, speaking in tongues. And the second they walk out the door, she gets up and she's dusting herself <laughs> off. And like, she was totally faking it. And right. then they, she came back in the room and she's like, oh something's coming over me i'm gonna throw up and then they they left the room again and she's sticking her hand down her throat <laughs> trying to make herself so we do have people that you know are fakers sometimes right That's kind i of mean but, but it causes problems for us or when people find that out that they say they're just faking it's not real yeah, yeah yeah exactly i mean that that's the way I would take that is, you know, if I was doing what you guys do, that's an insult to my, not profession, but to my exactly. hobby or my yeah. love or what I do. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And, I mean a, and a waste of your time. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well. I mean, I'm sure you guys got better shit to do and see some <laughs> fucking chick just throw herself on the floor <laughs> for <laughs> shit to we, we put ourselves into these investigations. And well, yeah. We do, you know, and to waste our time like that. And well, the funniest thing cool. about that, remember, in the video? She's throwing herself on the floor, uh, and then the cat's just looking at her. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, she does this all the time. All time uh. <laughs> Don't worry that that's just a Tuesday night around here. <laughs> fucking bitch is always throwing herself on the floor. Like, oh, have you guys had any um, any recent local investigative work as far as here in El Paso? Um, yeah, we do stuff pretty regularly. Um, we do private investigations, which, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of those we can't talk about because those are... Okay, right, know. right, right. But we, we also do... Um, you know, all kinds of places, schools, mm-hmm. businesses. Um, we've we've investigated UTEP. We've investigated just all kinds of places. Yeah, because I, I I remember we were reading like I said when when my our friend was talking about you know the different things that had happened to him in his lifetime and whatnot. We started looking at the different um, things within El Paso, like the killings at UTEP. I think there's one where a white vehicle comes up in one of the uh, what is it the library or the, what are the what are the buildings whatever. I guess it was an old couple that had been mm-hmm. in love together. Then something happened and he killed her or they right. killed each other. That oh, they'll, yeah. they'll constantly see a vehicle yeah. come through or something like that. And then El Paso High, of course, is, you know, yeah. it's mm-hmm. uh, all kinds of shit. You know, from a kid running in the track to fucking people just walking around to the cheerleader who killed herself. The cheer- That one I haven't heard. Yeah, that's. Yes. I didn't know I had seen her. Me and my best friend, Nancy. Uh-huh. I went to El Paso High. Okay. And uh, we were, uh, we need to go in the attic around lunchtime or, mm-hmm. or ditch. Yeah, we'll get your smash on. And we heard someone walking in the hallway. I said, oh, man, we're busted. So Nancy, wait here. So I was looking down the hallway. And I saw this really weird looking chick, really pale. Okay. She had her hair cut short. She was wearing like a cheerleader's outfit, but the skirt was way below her knees. And she was wearing those called saddle shoes. Okay. Walking just totally spaced out and i was thinking man this chick's lost she's dead yeah. all there man and so i went back and told nancy now it's cool let's take off mm-hmm. and i totally forgot about it for mm-hmm. years and years and years and my father started teaching there okay and he knew a man named toby tavar who's passed away now but he was one that uh, was interviewed about the ghosts in el paso high mm-hmm. and he mentioned this and what it looked like and my dad says wait and he one day he called me and says hey you know i spoke to toby and this and this happened didn't you say this happened i'm like uh, let me think. I'm like, 
that was a long time ago. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. well, this is what it looked like. like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, that's what they looked like. And like, wow. So right. I called my friend Nancy and he said, hey, do you remember that? She goes, well, kind of, sort of. And I said, this and this is what happened. She goes, wow, mm-hmm. that's cool. Right. Yeah. And what's the story that allegedly, is there a story to what happened, why uh, she's roaming? Uh, she committed suicide. She jumped off the top of the... Uh, because I guess her boyfriend he either dumped her or he had died. What an in a asshole. car accident. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking asshole. Well, she was pretty, but she was really pale. Yeah. Oh, but uh, what I remember, but she right. had jumped off the top of the school and killed herself. Damn. And then there's that, that one kid that runs the track there, right? Like, uh, there's a ghost that runs around the track area. That I haven't heard. I no. think, I want to say it was, it, I haven't heard it was that. either that or Austin. Something where I think they see somebody just running around the track every now and again because uh, I can't remember exactly what the story was off the top of my head. I guess he had died. At a track meet or some shit like that, and you just see him every now and again yeah, running around the track. Well, sometimes <laughs> you get these urban legends that take right. on a life of their yeah. own, and people well, have seen things. Or well, well, like the one with the uh, at the oh, shit. What's it called? Uh, the Northeast, that little that Powder Hill, or what the fuck Gravity is it called? Hill. Magnetic Hill, oh, Gravity Hill, Gravity Hill. That Gravity one, Hill. Yeah, yeah, that shit. Uh, well, you park uh, your car and it pulls the yeah. top moves you. Anything? I mean, what's that's that's. Well, actually, and it's, it's an anomaly, it's, something from the mountain, some sort of magnetic force in the mountain. They're just pulling. Something that's natural, on, yes. It's on Thunder Road, right? Yeah, or well, Thunderbird, well, Thunderbird Road? Well, you know, the funny thing about Gravity Hills is that I actually uh, had written a book a couple of years ago about, mm-hmm. it's all about weird things in Texas. Mm-hmm. And as I was traveling around and like unearthing weird things, I found out that there's just dozens and dozens of cities that have the Gravity Hill. I mean, they're really? everywhere. Yeah, everybody has San Antonio, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a really famous one in San Antonio. But um, it's just funny because it's a very common thing. Yeah. And have you guys actually tried the whole thing or they said you have to put the baby powder on the fucking bumper that's and all that shit? Yeah, that's in San Antonio of oh, the tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, yeah but what do you do when you close your trunk? You have to yeah, yeah, you use your hands. So you're actually pour, pouring baby powder on top of your own fingerprints. Well, they, right. What they usually do is they wipe everything down first with a Windex. Mm-hmm. Then... then uh, then they uh, go over the bridge and they sprinkle the baby powder and all these little supposedly little handprints appear. Mm-hmm. Which, which supposedly one? there was a the bus Burger crash and a bunch of kids were killed right. there. Right, 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 right. And because the, the bus oh, okay, stalled okay, the sure. tracks. Right. Well, no, so they when they're up there, they sure, think the kids sure. help them push the car over. To, well, but it's just an urban legend that, that took on a life of its own. Okay. Oh shit! I think Dean's trying to scare fucking Vince. No, well, since we were talking about El Paso highs, I wonder if you guys have ever seen this picture. They actually have it hanging in the lobby in there, and um, they say that that one girl there in the middle is not a student and not listed in the picture, and yes. it's just yeah, yeah, weird. Yeah. That's like it's like the damn grudge or something. Yeah, <laughs> the ring. There she is. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, so that that's not the that's not the cheerleader. No, no, no. Well, they don't know. They, but her they don't know who or what. Yeah, was, supposedly like they don't know who this is. Who it is. That is okay. just an extra person it's in her, the picture, and as you can see, she's just wearing like a long white. Yeah. And she, has long, she looks like a style from like 20, 30 years earlier yeah, before that picture was taken. Yeah. Mm. But I, I've heard that they actually have that hanging in the lobby somewhere they in did. case. Yeah. Really? Yeah. El Paso High? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, why would you want to be like, you know what? Come to El Paso High where this shit is haunted. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> is that a real fuck? I mean, dude, teenagers. Like, it's cool. Like, everybody fuck graduates. No. Yeah, yeah, everyone, everyone's graduating right? here. If you don't graduate, you're stayed here for life and shit. Look, look at this kid. This kid's, she's been locked in our frame for a fucking 300 years. Well, one of the most persistent Fuck. ones that was by a coach and his students, uh, Coach McKillop, very famous coach there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'd taken his students out on a well uh, track meet. Okay. And they come in late at night, past midnight to the school to get their stuff from the locker mm-hmm. room and all that. And they heard like a pep rally going on in the auditorium. And I bent, I was there, I used to go to the pep rallies, and they're mm-hmm. loud. Right. And the guys were like, what the hell's going on? Cheering and, you know, chanting and the El Paso High song. Mm-hmm. So they got to the door and they opened the door to the auditorium and it stopped. 
wow. So they were like, oh, okay, someone's messing with us. Right. So they closed the door and walked away to get back to the gym, and it started up again. Wow. The same little pep rally, loud, people cheering. And McKillop was like, this is crazy. And some of the guys, you know, these big, tough jocks got right. spooked. Fuck, yeah. I said, we're not going back in there. And McKillop <laughs> and some other guys walked in, and they... Nothing. nothing. And they saw somebody run across the state, so they said, ah, someone's screwing with us. Right, right, they right. They didn't right. find anybody. No shit. And that school also has motion detectors, too. Okay. And those have been set off mm-hmm. several times. Security's gone in, and like, there's an auditorium or in the hallway. Someone's walking around, but there's nobody here. Right. Yeah. It, have, you, have you guys actually done an investigation there yourself? They won't let us. We, we really, really huh? want to, but they won't let us. No. They don't want anything like that. They don't let anybody do that. They say it's dangerous because a lot of tunnels underneath El Paso High that are supposedly a lot of crazy things have happened. Well, is, didn't there used to be like a, like a, was it like a hospital back in the Pancho Villa days or some shit like that? Or they'd have a bunch of wounded soldiers in the in the basement that they would take care of or some shit like that? That was at the Hotel Du. That was a hotel? Hotel okay. Du, a hotel du Hospital. It's called Hotel Du. It was started by the Sisters of Charity. It was okay. a hospital. Yeah, it was downtown. It was torn down. But so yeah. so like, what kind of crazy shit did they said happened in the basement? Like, will they even talk about it? I mean, if they put oh, a picture of a fucking ghost up. Oh, it's gone. The building's <laughs> completely gone. It was torn down a long no, no, time. No, but, no, but I mean with the El Paso High, with with the tunnels in downtown, or with the un- underneath and all that shit. Well, they know about it. Everybody talks about it. In fact, like I said, the teacher who passed away math teacher toby tovar mm-hmm. uh he was interviewed and he was in a book about it about the ghosts of el paso and damn. el paso high you i think we have a copy of our offices okay fact, yeah mm. damn that's nuts dude i wouldn't be able to go to that school like how can yeah, you really I'm glad I, didn't go. I didn't know at the time we, we used to go you know i had a lot of crazy friends we go into the you know, all yeah. sorts of crazy places in the school yeah know? but i mean if you know the shit's haunted like how can you actually fucking be like all right let me pay yeah. attention here before a fucking ghost slaps well, me or some shit teenagers, <laughs> like teenagers you know, you know I mean? they think it's cool you know teenagers eh, it's awesome let's go check it out let's go find a ghost you know yeah then they get scared when they find it <laughs> i fucking hate kids dude I fucking, I fucking hate teenagers they're fucking assholes all of them even mine <laughs> hey, you're a teenager one. <laughs> no, no, allegedly. I'm an old soul, bro. <laughs> I'm an old soul. You but know what? That's funny. That's what all of us are in this group. We're all old souls. You know what? I, I, I've always been told that when I was younger because I've always thought like a, I don't want to say like an older person, but like, you know, when everybody's out going, getting all fucked up and crazy, I was like, nah, you know what? Like I think of the ramifications and you're, the voice, of, you're the voice of logic. Yeah. Like, yeah, ah, I'm, I'm dude, the, you're a pussy yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the buzzkill and shit. <laughs> right. Unless I'm drunk, then yeah, it's balls to the wall. <laughs> oh well, let the inhibitions take place. Yeah, <laughs> it's the best times. So, so a little bit more about your guys' actual um, promotion or your actual um, society that you guys do. You guys said that you do a lot of charity work and stuff like that. Like, is there anything coming up that you guys are doing for anybody? Um, we have tours every single weekend, every Saturday. Mm-hmm. So you can catch a tour with us any weekend. Um, we have them on Fridays too sometimes. Okay. Um, and every single one of those tours that you go to when you come and you pay your admission mm-hmm. and you're going to learn some history, hopefully some cool stories, maybe right. see a ghost. But you can know that every time you come, that money is going to be donated to somewhere. Okay. Um, we donate to Concordia Cemetery. <laughs> we donate to the Children's Hospital. Various. Uh, we have high school groups that come to us that need money for fundraising for trips and stuff okay so um there's always something going on pretty much every weekend and like you mentioned our website goes right. 915.com right uh it would take me an hour to tell you guys all the events we have <laughs> we have so many but there's calendars on there you guys can go check those out mm-hmm. um we do have a couple of upcoming events that are coming up within the next few months mm-hmm. uh, our very next one's going to be really fun because we're going to have it on may 19th 
on a Friday night, we're having a zombie party. Okay. Yeah, I remember you guys mentioning that last yeah. time we went. Um, there's actually going to be an, a 1980s themed zombie prom happening oh, nice. on, on May 20th at Tricky Falls, which is right across the street from us. Right. So the night before that, on Friday night, we are going to do like a little warm-up party, and we're mm-hmm. going to have zombie arts in the art gallery and yeah. a zombie band playing and just all kinds of Nuts. stuff happening. Um, we have that coming up. We have... Uh, Another tour that we're doing, which we've only done, this is on, it's on May 12th, right? Mm-hmm. Right. May oh, yeah. 12th. Um, there's so many. I'm trying to, my brain like gets tired. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking is hard. Our um, haunted pub crawl. Yeah. Yes, okay. this is only the, the second time we've done this, and we've only done it once before, where we actually take you to Pride Square, and we go into the bars. Mm-hmm. And this is actually a three-hour tour. Oh, and you guys will get to hear the uh, history and the hauntings of the buildings themselves, as well as we do a toast to a ghost. So we all get drunk. Yes. Fun. Yeah. Sign me up. So <laughs> it's, it's a fun tour. And yeah. we did it um, the very first time last month. And it was a blast. Really? Well, yeah, I mean, we had so it, yeah. much it fun. The, it begins at the Gardner Hotel. Right. It's a very old, old hotel. Yeah, we, we had to turn room, people away. We went to the room that night. Yeah, what? we did. Wow. It was a huge We had crowd. to turn people away because we just couldn't take that many people into the bars. Really? Yeah. We had to split them up. Everybody wanted to go get drunk. So w- what bars do y'all hit? Is there? Is it... We go to Speakeasy, we go to uh, Craft and Social, mm. we go to Toolbox, uh, we go Briar to Patch. Briar, Briar Patch. Patch. That, that's the nicest one. Yeah. yeah. And eight and a half. Yeah. And eight and a half. Yeah. So if you guys, when you guys listen to this, you guys come down to El Paso, make sure you hit those bars up. Let them know that El Paso, the Norte sent you. And they'll probably send you like home with a ghost or some yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> we do have drink specials, definitely. We always they have drink specials when we bring our groups in. So. Awesome. And then so then you guys have that. That you guys have the uh, the lock in it's uh, the Concordia also coming up, correct? Right. We're actually doing. Uh, I'm not sure on the date on that, but we uh, if you check on our website, it'll be on there. Okay. Um, but that is one that we only do maybe once or twice a year. It's kind of rare because it's kind of hard to get permission. Um, mm-hmm. the, cemeteries on county property Mm -hmm. so when we do something like this we have to have the permission of the city the county um, we have to have security and all that so we only do that very rarely but it's a very popular tour because you Mm -hmm. get locked in the cemetery from midnight to three in the morning do you ever have people like just start freaking out and be like yo i gotta get out of here i gotta get out of here let me go yeah we do sometimes and do you keep them there just to fuck with them no (laughs) (laughs) no we don't want them like running across the cemetery and falling into a grave or tripping over a tombstone or something because like come on you signed up for a lockup don't be a fucking man man we'll let security know we'll walk Mm -hmm. them to the gate is it because they see something or just because they just can't they get anxious they get (laughs) different things we've had people feel uncomfortable we've had people feel afraid we've actually even had people for the opposite get mad and leave because they didn't see a ghost right away (laughs) and i'm like you know man if i could guarantee you that i would be a millionaire like i'd be like all right guys come on out you know that'd be great but um like i said every experience is different even for us um, yeah sometimes mm-hmm. but the the lockdown is pretty fun because it's very rare opportunity you get to be that late in the cemetery right. without being arrested <laughs> um, because they, they will arrest yeah. you if you break into that cemetery yeah. they will press charges on you a yeah, lot I'm of people sh- don't realize that our cemetery is a historic landmark yeah i was about to yeah. say so that's like a texas state mm-hmm. historic landmark and so it's a big deal when you break in so they're gonna have like like uh like the rangers out there the yeah, security guard oh yeah security just, private Security like the regular ones from like Chico's Tacos or some yeah. shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 After a little flashlight. Damn. Oh, and the security out there has their own stories all the time too. Really? Oh, really? I yeah. could just imagine. Last one we did, uh, 
I actually got to see the white lady for the first time. Yeah, I remember you were talking about and that. Security yeah. saw it, and the couple in front of us, the girl was like really freaked out. And yeah. I thought, hey, this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, don't <laughs> that, that white lady being the that photo in the fiddle that you showed me? Oh, no, no, no. No, no. no that was something different? Was something different. different. She's, she's been seen. Oh, well, uh, I do part of the tour. Oh, no. Good Lord. What was her name again? Lady Flo. Lady Flo. She was mm-hmm. uh, in the 1800s and early 1900s, a really beautiful black lady who was a mistress of a, a Irish aristocrat. Oh, so she was. She's buried there, and mm-hmm. uh, people have seen her. Henry, uh, Henry, uh, Dean. Mm-hmm. Last summer when we were there, we have a friend of ours in the group named Nidia. Mm-hmm. And during around the era, the time of Dia de los Muertos, she dresses up as a Katrina because she's a tall, beautiful girl mm-hmm. with a long white I'll wig and a wedding. There you go. And he was taking pictures of her around the tombstones and he went back to get a camera because he saw he saw her standing there so he thought okay he went up and he said where's Nidia I go and Colette says she left half an hour ago oh fuck yeah, yeah so we're like so who was the lady in the white dress that we saw standing there five seconds ago you know <laughs> oh, and nuts. then to make it even creepier we're in a completely different section of the cemetery when that happened um, I went up to the front to let the security guard know something by myself mm-hmm. and I walk up there and he's standing there like this like frozen like yeah. his eyes bulging out and I'm like are you okay and he goes I just saw a woman in a long white dress walk right across right there. Mm-hmm. And this happened not not five minutes after what he saw. Right. And these are two completely separate people in separate sections of the cemetery with no communication between the two right, of them. Right, right. So I was like, oui. I could go. That was kind of freaky. Damn. You know, but and what but I saw other people have seen her as well. Uh, yep. There's a section called Hell's Gate. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. uh, yeah, because before there was security and uh, fences and gates, mm-hmm. we used to go in there and perform black magic. And okay. when you do things like that, you open up portals that you don't always close because you don't know how, so things mm-hmm. manifest. A lot of energies out there. Okay. So when we're out there, you, know, you feel it. You sense it. It gets colder. Even in the hot, hot summer times, mm-hmm. you'll feel this chill in the air, and I felt it before. Mm-hmm. But last time we were there, I the security guard pointed because I keep seeing something in my peripheral vision. Yeah, yeah. And I'd look back and forth, and I'm like, okay. Then all of a sudden, I see the person in white walking that way. Mm-hmm. And so he walked down there with his flashlight, and she flitted and just faded away. Wow, and the uh, the I guess the man's girlfriend or wife, she was got a little bit scared. Mm-hmm. Like I told them, they can't hurt you. It's okay. It's okay. I was just fascinated. I wanted to go over there, but I said no because <laughs> everybody was wandering all out. sorts. We were, we were trying to like corral people back into the right. group so they won't get lost or right. trip over a grave. Yeah. So w- w- why is it called Hell's Gate though? Because they used to go there and perform about oh, black, the black, black magic. magic. Yeah, right. you've seen some of the ritual objects that they found. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Including yeah. Richard Ramirez. Oh yeah. <laughs> Was that the, the Night Stalker? The Night Stalker. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, well, is, is there something? Your story, is there something there? <laughs> Did you meet him? Oh no, yeah, it's because I used to be pen pals with the R- Night Stalker. Yes. How? How, what? <laughs> how, how that come yep. about? <laughs> and because we couldn't start off with that. We're your new group. Like what? Well, actually, because I went to college with his niece. So oh, okay. His, his mm. sister's daughter. Mm. So she actually, um, I was at the time writing a sto- I was writing a paper on like serial killers right. in the mm-hmm. United States. And uh, she said, well, would you like to talk to my uncle? And I'm like, who's your uncle? And she said, oh, Richard Ramirez. And I was like. Oh, fuck. Oh, me shit. being a more morbidly curious <laughs> person. I said, well, yeah. You know, she said he's looking for a, a pen pal from El Paso because he doesn't have any pen pal. He has mm-hmm. lots of pen pals, but no one from El Paso. Right. So she said a lot of people aren't really willing from around here. Don't want to yeah. talk mm-hmm. to him. So I wrote to him for about, well, I would say about two years. Wow. Oh, shit. Just, and any crazy shit from him? Any just... You know, he Hi, never, he, he was always kept it very casual mm-hmm. and he never let me lead him into any kind of question. I tried, you know, to very 
you know, casually. Mm-hmm. So, you know, did you slaughter people? No. <laughs> how do you how do you open up that question? You know, what? did you murder people? He never brought that up with me, and there was never any, you know, conversation of that. But I will say a freaky thing that happened to me uh, regarding him. This mm-hmm. is really to this day freaks me out. Um, I did speak to him one time on the telephone. He actually called me one time. Okay. Um, and before he had called me, this was about a week before. I'm, it was probably, you know, on my mind a lot. Like, oh, shit, the Night Stalker's going to call me. Because, I mean, <laughs> you have to get clearance for all that and yeah. everything. And they have to have your number and all that. So it doesn't, like, you don't send them your number and they call you. It's mm-hmm. a process. Mm-hmm. Um, so about a week before the phone call was going to come, I had this dream. I was sleeping. I woke up kind of like almost like sleep paralysis. I felt mm-hmm. like I woke up, but I could not move my body. Mm-hmm. But I could see and I was aware of everything. And I'm looking around my room and in my doorway like toward the end of my bed, I mm-hmm. saw a silhouette, mm-hmm. like a tall, scrawny, skinny guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, oh shit. And uh, he's just standing there. And somehow in my dream, I knew that, oh, it's Richard Ramirez, you know. Mm-hmm. He's, he's night stalked his way into my house. I'm <laughs> fucked. I'm dead. I'm freaking out. And I woke up and I was like, oh, sweating. And right. like, there's nobody in my room. So flash forward to about a week later, he calls. And I'm all nervous because, you know, I'm talking to a freaking right. serial killer. <laughs> trying to keep my cool. I was trying to sort of get an, be professional, get a little interview out of it. Um, he didn't really go there. He just kept everything casual, talking about the prison food and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. So we're about to hang up. And he says, oh, real quick, by the way, next time I come into your dream, don't be afraid. What? Remember that you, you have control <laughs> of me, not the other way around when I come to your dreams. What the so fuck? So I just like got like ice water down my back feeling like, like uh, what the fuck? He's like, okay, bye. Now, if you guys study Richard Ramirez, he was very big into astral projection. Okay. And there was recently like a Lifetime movie made about him. I don't know if you guys saw that. No. It had like mm. Lou Diamond Phillips, right, playing him. Of course. <laughs> it was like, really, it was, like really, really corny and really. I tell you, beaners can't get any roles. And it just tripped me out because in, the, in that movie, I watched it. And there was a woman that had the same experience I had. No, where she shit. was a reporter or journalist mm-hmm. or something, and she was corresponding with him. And she had a dream where he came into her room, and he told her the same thing that he said to me on the phone. He said, "Well, when I come to your dream, don't be afraid. It's, I'm not going to hurt you." So that to this day <laughs> completely says, freaks me out. It's says like, the serial killer, yeah. "I'm not going to fucking hurt you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, don't worry about oh, it." Oh yeah, yeah, because this is all misunderstanding <laughs> all the other fucking bodies. Exactly. Did you ever try to contact that reporter to see like swap stories about that? No, dream? because I only saw that. I mean, that that show only came out about like a few months ago. Mm-hmm. So I don't not even sure her like what her real name was or right. if that was a real character in there. But I just it just gave me chill. Remember we were watching it and I was just like, because he knows the story. So right. when we were watching, it, I was like. <laughs> oh, oh, oh that was that was that was a trip to me and then, somebody um, found out that you had the experience in there it's based off of you yeah so they, mm-hmm. you Maybe. should get some monies right <laughs> where's my royalties, <laughs> <Some> royalties. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> fucking richard and like, during your investigative work um have any any of you gone injured like from like spirits or anything or any demons just or anything just <laughs> 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 no but we've had a few members get like little scratches and things like that like Colette mm-hmm. got scratched once on her neck. I haven't personally. No. And just like, like, well, like where was she at this like this time? Was it during a tour or was it just? They were at a they were at a hotel. Um, it was somewhere out of town. I can't remember where it was. Um, some old old like eighteen hundreds old west hotel that they were investigating. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was standing in the doorway, and, and then on, on the video you can hear her saying like, "I don't feel right. I feel creepy. I feel like." Yeah. I'm not feeling comfortable. Right. And then she goes <gasps> like that. And then, I mean, they were right there behind her. And then you just see the scratch, like just, oh, just reddens up. 
And so they actually took her out and said, well, why don't you go you yeah. know, mm-hmm. go to the lobby for a little while and sit down because she was getting, you know, Yeah, really she was scared. freaking out. But that's never happened to me. But huh? I, I think, I can't think of any other examples. No. I think that's the only one I know of. No, guys, no. no. Have you guys ever um, done any of the other ghost tours like the, uh, what is it, the tube so one where they lock you in the hotels for like fucking two days or some shit like that? No, no, it's usually no. 24 hours, but no, no. Have you guys ever wanted to do that, or you guys? Yes. Yeah? yeah, we're planning road trips. Really? Yes. We actually went to Tombstone once, and we were going to do that, but we were so tired that we mm-hmm. like passed out, and we didn't do it. <laughs> is it? Is it? I've been wanting. To, I've been wanting to go because, like I said, well, ever since we got into this crazy phenomenon that we want to see some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, how is it? Like I'm, I'm picturing like, is it still preserved as an old school, fucking the OK Corral and all that? Yeah, but it's surrounded by Circle K's and things. <laughs> it is, but it's also very touristy. It's yeah. McDonald's and shit. It's very, very touristy. Yeah. It's very genuine old buildings, but they're also very touristy as well. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a mix of the two. Yeah, yeah they, like, they like they like the money. So. Oh yeah, well I mean you got to back it somewhere. Yeah. And then going into historical tourism, and and in our you know as how it affects our economy mm-hmm. you guys have to think in tombstone there was only one major thing that ever happened just right. one gunfight yeah and they've built this whole Empire. industry around it <laughs> mm-hmm. and then the you okay look at el paso yeah. we have like a dozen of those stories yeah. yeah so it's kind of you have to wonder why aren't we capitalizing we got, on that yeah. on that historic heritage tourism as mm-hmm. well like other cities like san antonio does it there's right. lots of cities that capitalize and mix the old with the new and they have both kinds of you know those kind of tours, mm-hmm. and so I think we, that El Paso is missing out. We yeah. got bad marketing. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it is. It's all bad marketing. Well, the powers that be still have this, like you know, really old-fashioned ideas. That, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. we need to get fresh blood in there so they can. Yeah, I mean, what we have. You, you, I don't know if we mentioned this, but our office is the last standing Old West saloon in downtown El Paso. Really, it was the Wigwam Saloon built right. in 1883. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because I remember you guys were talking about that in the tour. Mm-hmm. How it used to be a. a uh, not a brothel per se, but no, but it did have. But a it was a brothel. Yeah, <laughs> but it was. And even it, in the basement, well, it, it's been built up with cement. But there was right. a bowling alley and a pool down there, a gentleman's club, quote unquote. Yes. <laughs> Why can't we have that? Like at Foxy's now, right? We got a fucking <laughs> give me a pool at the fucking keep Dreams or some shit. Least, so. <laughs> keep it classy. I don't think prostitution is legal here. <laughs> well. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, not officially. Yeah, yeah, there you go. We'll just go to Juarez. <laughs> have you guys ever gone to Juarez to go see any of the crazy shit that they have over there? Because I know they got crazy ghost tours. Allegedly. No, we're we like to be careful. Yeah, you never know what could happen. <laughs> no, we like yeah. life. <laughs> <laughs> we choose life. We like living. <laughs> oh shit! And, and I know um, oh, Jaime, you're talking about the um, the different the galleries that you have. How you guys actually have local artists come in and, and do? Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember. I know that was one of your well, your pressing points. That was what. A big part that attracted me to the group since I'm an artist, and Heather's also an artist. She mm-hmm. said she said photographer, but she's also an artist. Mm-hmm. I mean, and uh, she's the manager of the gallery. I'm the assistant manager. Uh, the great thing about the gallery is called the Ghost Nine One Five Gallery, mm-hmm. and it's it's filled with what we call paranormal art. Okay. It has her collections. It has my collections. Even Bonnie has some work there. Mm-hmm. But then we have a whole section that is open for local artists that mm-hmm. changes every few months. And we have great theme shows, right. you know, mm-hmm. um, a big success that we had had last year that we're going to have again this year, the theme of La Llorona mm-hmm. as an art right. show. Mm-hmm. We had dozens of artists bring in their interpretations painting, sculptures, film. We had mm-hmm. a guy make a short film. 
and we turned it into a festival. Okay. And we're going to do it again this September. Okay. We're going to um, have a, a festival for La Irona. Um, I tell people we're not celebrating her. Mm-hmm. We're spreading awareness. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so um, that's that's what I love about the gallery. And it's 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 got such a great energy for yeah. mm-hmm. what is being displayed. Right. And it gives a chance to a lot of the local artists mm-hmm. who do the type of art that a lot of people don't understand. Right. right. So we've met a lot of kindred spirits in mm-hmm. that room and i'll never forget the girl who brought uh, her piece of art and she said i've never done this before i don't mm-hmm. know even my mom told me that you guys were gonna laugh at me and <laughs> we but but nice. she said but, but then she told me as soon as i walked in here i felt comfortable wow and and the, the comfort it reached all the way up to her but you know uh, her her painting got so it was one of the first ones to sell okay. at the show and we got to tell her and she got really happy yeah. Started so it's uh, <laughs> it's right in the middle of downtown which is a uh, you know a new budding art community is, mm-hmm. is growing there right and we're like a unique part of it because yeah, it ties awesome. into what we do right but it also involves art and entertainment as well and every now and then we'll have a big exhibit and invite everybody and it'll be our are, you know, are extremely magical. And, and I know since you, you said that you're, I guess, one of the, uh, I don't want to say historian of La Llorona, but that's one of your main passions. Yeah, for, a, for these. it's a focus of study for yeah. me. And, and Heather as well, okay. who are also, uh, it, 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 it has, has, has changed. Mm-hmm. It has grown from uh, a display to an exhibit to uh, a documentary mm-hmm. <laughs> a documentary that Heather and I are working on you want to tell them a little bit about that since you're filming that yeah well before you go into that do you want to tell a little bit of the story because you know there's a bunch of white people that or people that yeah. listen to us that aren't Should from I? here <laughs> that don't know much of the Yorona okay, uh, or what well, the Yorona I, is I, I could do the nutshell version yeah. but mm-hmm. like I said if you want to see it with the images you need to come to the museum yeah. right yeah. absolutely because I mean I've researched it you know it's a story centuries old right yeah there's a lot of theories, you know. Uh, to the Aztecs, she was an omen of the coming conquests. Mm-hmm. Then she was even compared to La Malinche, who was betrayed by Cortez. Mm-hmm. To me, she was just a woman in a white dress with hair black as coal, but not as black as her nights alone, even though she was the most beautiful woman in Mexico. Then she sees the world in color now and thanks her stars above for sending her a blue-eyed man Mm. for whom she falls in love. So she stretches out her old white dress with her big round belly and her swollen breasts. (laughs) He comes and goes from time to time. (laughs) She stays home and multiplies. Mm. Then he tells the truth to her one day. Mm -hmm. He loves the kids but cannot stay. He must go back to his old life in his white house with his white wife. Her heart grew cold and black on that day and her mind snapped because she was betrayed. So she takes the kids he loves so dear and brings them to a river near. Under the water she holds their heads. In the full moonlight she gets revenge. Then she takes her own life as well and ends up at the gates of hell where even the devil rejects her there. So her sanity returns to fill her with remorse as she begs forgiveness from the Lord, 
who appears at St. Michael with his sword and curses her to roam the rios and the barrios forever, searching for her lost children and crying out that famous cry. Ay, mis hijos! <laughs> and then I have a theory that she lives in Juarez. Because <laughs> every day it's in the news. <laughs> She's a day laborer yeah. in Juarez. <laughs> she, she fills the river with her tears, and every night she sings the blues. She's not to be accused this time. There's no blood on her hands. She's happy at home in Juaritos, sometimes known as Murderland. Mm-hmm. So Chuco Ponte Trucha. Though protected by our icons, Mount Cristo Rey has bullet holes, so now he has some guns. <laughs> the Virgen de Guadalupe is not about to give in. She's become like a superhero, a wonder virgin. <laughs> and together with a child on the bottom row, they form what I like to call a Chicano totem pole. A child in the arms of La Llorona, in the arms of the Virgin, under the waning moon. Mm-hmm. I'm the child. Because I saw her when I was six in my room, at my window, at my door, in my nightmares almost every night, until I began to paint and write about her and for her. Then the nightmares ended. Artistic therapy. (laughs) So I made a deal with her, you see. I must tell her story for her to let me be. So thank you for giving me another night's peace. Damn. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Every time I hear it, man. Yeah. I'm going to start telling that to my kids before they go to sleep. <laughs> I'm going to put it in the book. You are recording right there. <laughs> just, just have a listen to the podcast. And like, Love you, fuckers. <laughs> it, it, it was our, it was our, our, our good night story when yeah. we were a kid. I just made it more and into mine. And that's awesome. When I'm hearing it, I'm since we've taken the tour, I'm seeing you yeah. pointing to the pictures, yeah, to the, to paint, the paintings. I'm like, yeah. fuck, I could see this. And I have what, a whole series of paintings that go with the, <laughs> the paintings. You know, I had the poems in my head a long time ago. Right. I wrote them about almost almost 15 years ago. Wow. Because I was a writer before I was a painter. Mm-hmm. And then I just began to paint and draw them. And then I have a whole series of them that are done on old windows. Right. I call them the windows of my soul. I love the symbolism. Mm-hmm. And those are the ones that I have hanging at the wigwam. And it's been, uh, I've, I've, I've had this show together for almost over 12 years in different locations. Mm-hmm. But she's very happy there. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's a brothel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who wouldn't be happy? Yes. <laughs> and, then, and then you're talking about the film? Yeah, or, or a documentary, documentary or something? Like yeah, we've been uh, kind of working on filming things, um, just going and talking to different people about their interpretation of her. Everybody seems to have a story or a connection when they were kids about right. hearing mm-hmm. about her. They thought they saw her. I have my own personal story as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, it started off with he and I talking about it, obsessing on it. Mm-hmm. And then we started realizing that when we would talk about it, other people would always come and have a story. And, oh, I heard this, or my, a friend of a friend saw that. So mm-hmm. we're just trying to go around and gather all those stories, put them together in a comprehensive documentary. And uh, I also like to um, kind of delve into how um, she's not really unique in the fact that if you look at any culture, anything from I mean, even, even an Asian culture, mm-hmm. um, European, like in Ireland, almost every culture has a, a story of a woman mm. near water mm. that wails. So you've got in Ireland, you the have banshee. the banshee. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. you know? And there's always a common thread. It's always a woman who's yeah. lost her children in some way, and she's always connected with water, and mm-hmm. she's always wailing and crying. So I find that very interesting how this um, this legend developed simultaneously on every continent. Right. They've Absolutely. all got a version of yeah. it. Medea. And, yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah, exactly. So everyone has a version. Every culture has their version of Guayarona. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's something that we're looking into also. And then we know a lot of artists and writers that are inspired by her. Mm-hmm. So we're also talking to them and talking about, you know, why? Why are you so drawn to paint her? And right. why, why do people like to hear this story mm-hmm. over and over and over again? Mm-hmm. Um, when we did the La Llorona Fest last year, we had 400 people show up and wow. just our little gallery was we didn't have both sides at that time we only had the one side with the gallery Mm -hmm. we had not yet opened the wall Mm -hmm. so you guys can imagine it was just so small and there was just so much stuff going on but um it just made us realize how many people love that legend and have been affected by it since they were kids oh yeah yeah especially like i said here uh jaime was talking about you know his family had the fucking phone number for this it's used as a cautionary tale well, yeah. my sisters took it to the next level mm-hmm. and, and you know they had her phone number oh, <laughs> 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 so i'm a texter yeah absolutely yeah. so it was always in my head to where i think i don't know if i really did see her or if my head made me think right as i were, but mm-hmm. it was really affecting me yeah. until i got it out through art and now it's what i do yeah, especially Damn. as a child when you have such a big imagination. Oh, yeah. You can imagine yeah. so many things. <laughs> well, well, they say that kids actually have more of yeah, an open a perspective to actually children. see shit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if we tell them they've actually seen shit, I think that's kind of fucked up that we're actually fucking yeah. with them. Like, we're going to call that bitch <laughs> like they're, they're, the corner. They're, they're the ones manifesting right. everything. Is, <laughs> you're well, you next. know when they talk about kids having uh, imaginary playmates, they're not always imaginary. Right. Because mm-hmm. kids don't have that uh, skepticism yet. Yeah. And it's only course them growing up or their parents or adults telling them that's wrong you shouldn't see that or right. it's sinful or you're nuts so they're gonna suppress it yeah by the time they're teenagers or adults they've stopped Fuck. but a lot of them haven't which is good too. right 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 yeah. absolutely damn well you know what guys this guys this has been a very informative mm-hmm. fun time i like i said i i i want to believe in everything because i mean it can't just be us it's impossible with all the science and you know just everything that's happened i mean it can't be just us there's got to be something there you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh and, and again everything there's good bad there's fucking cool people there's assholes in life death and beyond um and we've only scraped the surface oh the surface, yeah. i mm-hmm. can just imagine i can just imagine again we got the guys from the ghost 915 the uh Fuck, I lost you guys this thing. El Paso, the Paso del Norte. <laughs> Paranormal Society. There you go. There you go. I'm going like an hour and a half of sleep. I'm fucking tired. <laughs> then I'm not really sober today. <laughs> so yeah, the Paso del Norte Paranormal Society. Catch them on their website, ghost915.com. I encourage you, if you're in El Paso, if you're going to pass by El Paso, if you want to just fucking see some cool shit, some meet some really interesting people. Like I said, you guys, I, I feel comfortable with you guys enough. Mm-hmm to you know bring you guys here you know what i mean and, and it's it, it's fucking awesome the stories and and everything that what you guys do the history the teachings of putting that positive spin on el paso through art through documentaries through whatever you guys are doing i find it absolutely fascinating i thank you guys for that you're welcome thank uh, you for having us that's great mm-hmm. is there anything else you guys want to talk about that we haven't talked yeah, about yet for your 915 tours for no, your we'll be here all night <laughs> <laughs> anything, you guys, anything you guys want to plug or anything well i would like to say of course, of course in october is like our our christmas we have mm-hmm. our dia de los muertos mm-hmm. we have two festivals okay we have one at concordia cemetery and one at the wigwam museum mm-hmm. and 
around the weekend of Dia de los Muertos and of course all the Halloween fun. Right. That's like we could. That's, that's like, our Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> so, but we're like all year round, all right. year round. But that's when it's very, very active. Absolutely. <laughs> we're a bit strange, but we're good people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean that's, that's that comes. You know, you got to take the good with the bad. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, c- coming up. Remember, they got their zombie prom coming up. They, you guys said the thirteenth. The, the May nineteenth. Uh, May nineteenth. Mm-hmm. May nineteenth. So this should be out in about. This should be out May third is when we should be putting this uh, this out on iTunes. If you're listening to it, Zombie Prom, the Pub Crawl, the Cemetery Lockdown. Um, I'm sure they'll probably kill people if you want them to. <laughs> They're unregistered hitmen. <laughs> um, but that's spirit. That number goes? Spirit, spirit hitmen, spirit hitmen. We'll go that way. That way, that way. Plug it that way. It's better that way. But um, you know, for I guess for this week, we'll call it a wrap. Yep. For it's a, uh, it's a good one. <laughs> for, a good for the words on fire podcast. Remember, guys, stay alive. And if don't you die. do die, don't fucking don't fuck with anybody. <laughs> don't kill anybody. And uh, fucking uh, stay sane. Keep your, your third eye open, and uh, you know, just just love everybody. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Just keep it sure safe. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right.